start this thing burning because it is a lot to unpack yes we've got predictions we got review we got news but most importantly you got your boy quincy jones go in the house mm-hmm. hosting with my co-host the one and only a hip-hop hybrid that me. inexistent the rap to bridge the gap that me doc lesnar and yeah you're right we got a lot to unpack predictions full gear this weekend but uh, let's jump right into the news, my dude. Let's get into the news. I figured we were, uh, you know, we owed the public uh, a little bit of an update from something we uh, talked about here a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the uh, possibility of Thunder Rosa and figuring out what, you know, the deal is with her and mm-hmm. her contract. We can now uh, confirm that she's still very much signed mm-hmm. under NWA for at least another year. Uh, Billy Corgan yeah. had uh, pretty 2021, much. 2021, I believe, right? I, yeah, I believe mm-hmm. so. Um, uh, Billy Corgan, you know, he had a uh, ask me anything type of situation on um, pretty much everybody was asking him a question mm-hmm. on Instagram. Someone asked, is Thunder Rosa leaving? Say it ain't so. And he says, no, you have to love the press and media reports that don't contact the company she's under contract to, but instead listen to someone else who has my email address, but doesn't write and ask. She's under contract through 2021. There's a reason for that. It's called excellence and faith. Um, and then pretty much, uh, you know, a lot of people were wondering about, you know, whether the claim on that contract status was true. And then Rosa recently confirmed that that, you know, that was the case of Fightful Select uh, that she did specify. She's not sure where the rumors of WWE reaching out to her came from. Uh, meanwhile, I guess there are sources in WWE that have noted that the company would be interested mm-hmm. uh, in Rosa if she does, in, in fact, do, you know, become uh, available. So, but yeah, you know, um, Obviously, thought that was pretty pretty uh, important as far as uh, yeah, that good goes. Good update, yeah. Uh, because you know she was playing into it quite a bit herself, though. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, but only the best workers do. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, because you had. I mean, Doc had us thinking. <laughs> he he hit the the personal chat. Was like, yo. Well, no, I mean, I I just I would hate to see her slip through fingers, and I I just feel on like, the hills of Ben Carter, you know, we they think mm. <laughs> like on the hills of of Deanna Perrazzo, and, and yeah, I that no, on. that was a major loss yeah, for sure. Yeah. But would have been a major coup, a major a major. Uh, that's you know we got to be careful because that's the that's the hot word this week, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, but you know, moving on again, a lot of this is uh, AEW related, but. Um, this was interesting. I came across uh, some quotes from FTR, apparently not happy with the build yeah. uh, to their current match, uh, dream match, some would say, uh, up against the Young Bucks going down this Saturday at full gear. Because uh, Cash Wheeler, he had said, quote, we begged for our release from WWE for two years, and I'm not saying that with any bitterness. We begged for our release from WWE because of this match. Am I happy with the build? I think the build to this match could be a little bit better. Obviously, when you're an artist, you think that your piece is the most important piece in the whole museum, and I do believe that. I don't know if that comes off as selfish or not, but we believe that our piece in the AEW art is the most important art in the museum of full gear. Mm-hmm. The build, I feel, could have been a little bit better. We could have had a little bit more time to devoted to this match and to make it a little more special. Uh, Dax goes on to add, the build hasn't exactly been what we would hope to be, and maybe we, we won't main event full gear, but we are going to uh, goddamn guarantee 
that no one on the show can follow us after that. There's nothing left standing. Those fans are going to be there so spent, and people watching at home are going to be so exhausted that they're going to be on their last legs, as are, as are we, so that people know without a shadow of a doubt that it was the best tag team match that they are ever going to see. Yeah, I uh, I, I was uh, I had the same quote, which kind of helps well. the build, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, I think what's good with them, and um, I'll keep it short because again, a lot to unpack this episode is they are usually pretty honest, but they also are good at blurring the lines. We saw that where you know where they first showed up in AEW, and they're like, "We're not signed by nobody," you know, and you're just like, "Wait, what? How?" You know, and you didn't know uh, how how real that was. Did the interview with Cornette under the same type of deals? They're taking shots at Cody and. You know, so it's hard to tell if um, what what's realistic or not. But I think I speak for most fans where I I agree. I don't think the build is what we thought it'd be because it seems like it should just be simpler. Well, they have they have this T-shirt that came out. I'm like, well, we don't need a T-shirt. You know what I mean? We, yeah. We, we need. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's definitely pieces to the story, but there definitely could have it could have been bulked up a little bit. Yeah. Um, especially you know, it's just weird. You know, again, it's like if you guys have this dream match on the line, why even? go after the ankle to begin with and what was the the, yeah. the, the logic behind that booking decision and i feel like at that all, which that, I, I just want to understand i'm not digging yeah. on it you know what i mean I, I just think that they chose too late in the game to do that that should have been like like Couple before because they've already it, it would have stopped someone from getting super kicked i'll tell you what I, well, that, <laughs> yeah that could have been a direct response you know how you stop a double or a super kick party you take out one of the bucks you know what i mean and you build off that because Instead, you got invested time or weeks with them sort of riding the line of, of heel, and then now we're supposed to feel sorry for them. And with the white meat baby face spot with, with, with the, you know, with, with the uh, ankle injury, which I, I hear is legit with, with Matt. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how it all goes down this Saturday. For and sure. uh, I want to say I apologize because I totally forgot there was a little bit more to the, the Thunder Rosa stuff. She, uh, with her confirming, uh, she did confirm she had another year, but she had said that when it's my time, it's going to be my time. When my time comes, man, I'm not going to come. It's just another person on the roster. Mark my words. I'm coming for everything. I'm coming to be on top just like I did this first time. My value is going to be bigger because I'm going to be a better wrestler. I'm going to mm-hmm. cut better promos. My body's going to look chiseled. I'm going to – what's the word? Everybody's using chiseled this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a better record in MMA as well. So when I get out there, I'm going to be like, this is all I have to offer. What do you have to offer me? That's what I want. I want to get to a bigger company. It's not going to be the. It's going to be the opposite way. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be excuse me, excuse me. Can I get a contract? Like no, I want them to want me. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good attitude to have. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was important to put that out there. But uh, speaking of attitudes, we got a. Uh... <laughs> Taz taking shots at Triple H head on at AEW Dark. You hear about I heard this? about this, but I didn't hear what was said. Okay, I, I saw so, the headlines. So you know that there's a, a, a talent that they've used before, uh, someone that's uh, familiar, I believe. Um, his name is Ryzen? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I forgot who. I, I don't know. Does he have uh, is it familiarity with uh, – I know he has a possible either was it Matt Hardy or, or – or is it Moxley? I'm not too sure. I forgot. It's someone that he he used to have uh, uh, battles with. But, uh, you know, Frankie Kazarian had a match against uh, Ryzen. And uh, Taz, who was doing commentary, made a reference. Basically, he said, uh, you know what his first name should be? Tara. No, that would never get over. That would be, that'd be the shits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on, on commentary? Yeah. He's still mad about that time he brought the ECW yeah, belt. Yeah, it, and, got, it just got down. Yeah, just smack that's, down. What I, that's what I felt, too. I was like, man, just let it go. But I, I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, but then again, it's, you know, it doesn't do him any favors. Everyone's like, you guys are always talking about AEW or WWE, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, uh, speaking of WWE, it is worth noting, and I know you probably already know this, 
WWE has canceled their trademark on Cody Rhodes' name that theoretically gives Cody an open door to call his attorney. And uh, they named his attorney, which I won't do. Uh, and get another trademark going. The company, the company has filed a cancellation notice for Cody Rhodes on November 2nd. This was a huge win for Cody as he has fought so hard to retain the ownership of the name. Uh, WWE didn't let go of properties like the Match Beyond, Bash at the Beach, War Games, and so many others that Cody wanted, but at least he can assumably get his, assumably get his name back, which I believe after uh, Dynamite went off the air, or maybe it was like during a commercial after his, uh, his match, mm. he actually confirmed that uh, something about you know him being able to use the name, but he didn't do it on the air. Oh, okay. Uh, but I thought oh, something else that was interesting is Chris Jericho, who was on the commentary, said Cody Rhodes. Yeah, and I feel so, like he has been saying Cody Rhodes for for I mean not every single time, but I Cody Wody. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I actually didn't know this. I saw the headline that said there'd be cancels, but I thought it meant, like, okay, they blocked another, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize it meant, like, oh, canceled, no. They're, canceled. They're, yeah, they're, they're actually releasing <laughs> this. So that's cool. Yeah. That's good. And uh, the last bit of news is uh, two new uh, talent signed the WWE. I'm sorry, AEW. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking crossing streams here. Uh Anthony Bowens and Max Caster have both been signed by All Elite Wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, no official statement has been made as of the writing, but PW Insider can say that during the interview, AEW owner Tony Khan confirmed that the pair have been signed and will be a tag team known as the Acclaimed going forward. Uh, both men teamed up for the first time on last week's AEW Dark to face the best friends. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. Uh, Bowens, uh, who was the first ever franchise champion for the New York indie promotion Battle, uh, Battle Club Pro, uh, suddenly relinquished his title days after his debut on AW Dark, sparking some rumors of possibly getting signed somewhere, uh, with some talk of NXT being interested in uh, the quote unquote the five tool player as he's known. Mm. Uh, Bowen's an openly gay uh, wrestler and LGBT rights activist, is also a three time WrestlePro champion, uh, successful YouTuber, and then uh, freestyle rapper Platinum Max Caster was trained by Brian Myers and uh, Pat Buck at Creative Pro Wrestling Academy. Oh, okay. Uh, once had a tryout with WWE back in 2018. Uh, Caster from Long Island is known as being part of the uh, the Shook crew in uh, New York, New Jersey. Indie scene may be recognized by some as uh, one of Lashley's sisters oh, from man. the controversial segment with Sami Zayn uh, and has made sporadic appearances for AEW since his debut back in June. Um, there was even saying that, that I guess Bowens was on WWE's radar and that they were supposedly like supposed to sit, like follow up with him. I did hear about And it that. just went through the cracks. I was like... That's right got to be the crazy because he has a great look. He right really through does. the fingers. It's it's, y'all, man. Oh man, it's the the, the, the butter fingers. But yeah, that's all I got for the news. Um, but yeah, I figured I might as well get uh, get that out because I know we're gonna get into AEW a little bit later yes. with predictions as well. But first, there is uh, a line to be drawn in the sand. It, it is the Wednesday Night Wars. It is. Uh, it is time for a little bit of a uh, NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna kind of briefly go through this because I mean it's a big weekend for AEW, and, and it's also kind of like a fallout episode you know from yeah. halloween havoc love last week so, exactly you know, you know how mm-hmm. these things go but um you know i did have a few things that were worth uh you know my my long-windedness and that was the first match we had ember moon versus dakota kai mm-hmm. which in my opinion you know they, they they were talking about it was like ember moon's like first big match back which i was like well she did have a match last week but i was like yeah that was not yeah, that Je- long jesse right? kamea right yeah i was like that and then she had the tag match with a uh, rhea Ripley. yeah so. The, yeah so the, it being her like i guess they said like the first big challenge as a singles obviously uh dakota kai has uh been on fire since ember's left i think 
I want to say Kai was still in NXT on the roster while Ember was here. Yeah, no, she was because even Ember last week, uh, she during Havoc had said something during a vignette about your, you, you know, when I last was here, you were scared of your shadow or something Damn. like that. So. Every scene, it always comes back to Hunter because yeah, I, I remember yeah. the the one thing they kept hammering home was two things: was the fact that you know obviously Dakota had attacked her during that match or, yep. or after you know the post match with uh, Jesse Kamea, so. It was one of those things where the word was uh, there's going to be a receipt to be had. And yeah. then also they kept talking about these words that uh, Amber had called, um, you know, basically referred to Dakota as a stepping stone, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, both not- sides a little bit of motivated, if not, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, back and forth, the first few minutes of the matches, a uh, commentary again played up the receipt coming to Dakota uh, from the attack two weeks ago. Both men on the apron. As Moon both tries, women. I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm see. I, I was speed writing this. Sorry, both women on the apron. Moon tries to pull Dakota by pulling her hair through the turnbuckle, uh, but Kai smartens up and yanks uh, Ember's arm, pulling her shoulder, crashing mm-hmm. it into the post, yep. and continues to target that shoulder. Uh, the receipt comes uh, a little bit early in the match via a running boot to Kai while she's uh, laying on the apron. I would agree, very early in the match. Uh, Moon, but you know, I, I was uh, digging uh, Ember's. Uh, Sometimes people talk too much in a match. Yeah. At first, I, that's how I was with, like, Austin Theory. Um, but some of the stuff he was saying would actually help his cause. I felt the same mm-hmm. way with some of the things she was saying in here. Character work. Uh, character work, too, yeah. Um, Moon follows up with an impressive uh, – let me see. Was impress- oh, through, oh, oh, that's what it was. It was a, a tope through the bottom rope. Yeah. And then tries for another but crashes and burns. But, man, she – she went for it like she was in the hit her. Yeah, that like, was that was really bad. Yeah, it it, it looked like it hurt. It, I mean, I, I love that she went all in for it. But uh, during the commercial, you know, we get a commercial break and we came back. Uh, we had Ember hitting a spine buster and a pin for a near fall uh, before Kai hits the rolling clutch slam. I love, uh, I guess, Matt Jackson or Lucha Bros, depending on uh, where you've seen it before. Um, Ember Moon comes back hitting Kai with a diving code breaker out of the corner. Uh, and then what I liked is she hit a single leg takedown because, you know, she hit her with the with the code breaker, but then she didn't fall down right away. So she, like, swept her leg and then went into the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, you know, that whole spot where it was kind of like a slugfest while they were both on their knees uh, before, you know, Moon baits Kai in and says, you know, come on, get a free one, you know, uh, which, again, back to that character work we were talking about uh, earlier in the match, uh, says, you know, you, you can get a free, you could get a free punch. And uh, she, uh, again, counters into a, uh, a cross, uh, cross face. Um, Kind of has her for a while until, uh, you know, they kind of uh, go back and forth uh, with, with crucifix pins until Kai actually rolls uh, Moon back onto her shoulder for a Fujiwara uh, submission, which I thought was a pretty good spot. Uh, Moon gets the ropes, but a frustrated Kai continues to bully and beat down Moon uh, until I get what I call her Kota Bushion. That's a Moon where she kind of just hulks up. And just goes for a gang of strikes. I don't know if you've seen that in uh, New Japan. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I was like, damn, I got a no sell on that one. Fuck. Uh, but uh, we did get a point where uh, you get Moon looking to go for the Eclipse before Raquel runs interference and Moon falls victim to, uh, is it still called the GTK? Yeah. Yeah, GTK. And uh, Dakota wins, which is a big win. Uh, obviously, putting a halt to the momentum that uh, Amber is wishing to yeah, continue lo- building with her debut, or you know, her, I guess her re debut and return uh, into the NXT 
women's division. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people had, um, in their opinion, they felt like this was a, a upset win for Dakota, uh, which is arguable. I mean, again, like you said, she's been on fire since Ember left, and now that she's returned, she's a different specimen of of Dakota Kai. Yeah, that but was that was, was part of the narrative too. Yeah, yeah, was that she's not the same girl, and and I, and I think she deserved the win to be honest with you. So yeah, she has been uh, kind of uh, you know, there's, there's been a lot of times where we thought they were going to pull the trigger on her finally, but she's been yeah. kind of taking start and stop man taking that shit sandwich a little bit too much to work uh for lunch though <laughs> i guess you want to call it mm. uh we did get a, a little segment with cameron grimes which i thought was kind of just silly yeah uh, i mean you know we did get the match with him and Kushida, but it, yeah it, it, and i guess it's, it's kind of important to mention is like the referee that comes to let him know his, his match is up is the referee who was inside the house who was supposedly like a, a zombie, zombie. Yeah. yeah but now he's normal so yeah now, but he's still spooked yeah they and, kept, what yeah. they call it zombie uh was zombie it zombie ref uh, no they kept calling it like p ptsd but it was like post zombie stress disorder or something like, like ptz like, yeah PZ, or something? yeah they, they were trying to coin that it Gosh. wasn't going right yeah damn, damn it beth damn it, damn it. <laughs> God, just stop just yeah, you don't yeah. do no new things that was only Morrow. Yep. He's gone now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got that little quick uh, little segment. And then we also did get a, a Shotzi promo where I guess she uh, said, uh, in terms of an award, uh, I guess I don't, I don't know. I guess in terms of payment for hosting, you know, we know all about you know trying to get payment for hosting mm. uh, or but, lack thereof. But uh, you know, Shotzi on her business tip because she made sure she got some uh, some. Uh, Payment in some form uh, for hosting uh, Halloween Havoc. Uh, Regal says she can pick her own op- opponent this week, and she actually uh, decided to pick the returning uh, Tony Storm. So, uh, you know, pretty much was talking about that. Told her welcome to the ball pit, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. But from here we go to the an- another banger of the night, uh, Cameron Grimes versus Kushida. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I, I got to f- adjust to my notes because uh, I started calling Kushida KU. For short, as I was trying to keep up with typing this fucking. It was just crazy too, because I I Dude. was surprised that this match happened without a uh, a feud in place. Because this could they, be they, really they, good. They, I think they've definitely crossed paths before, yeah, yes. but yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you don't get tired of them fight facing each other. To no. be honest, I think it was what was it that Rising Stars tournament? They yeah, they I was gonna have, say they definitely like had a had a. Uh, yeah, it was like the next with the Rising, the one that is breaking something, the breaking out tournament, yeah, or something, something like that. Like that yeah. yeah. Uh, Kushida quick to shoot on Cameron and immediately working on his arm. You got Kushida catching Grimes and a hip toss into an arm bar, which was awesome. Uh, transitions into another submission position before stomping his arm pretty viciously. Uh, even like walks on his arm at one point. Mm. Uh, we get the patented uh, Mark's favorite running jumping arm breaker. Uh, followed uh, up with a big basement drop kick as he continues to target the arm of Cameron Grimes. Before Cameron tries to trade uh, submissions, uh, bad mistake. Uh, with Kushida as he regrets that decision, and Kushida easily counters and uh, uh, does some little, little bit of joint manipulation, as I said, kind of walks on his arm, uh, kind of like what Big Show used to do when he yep. used to just like take his his full weight on and just like walk over yep. your ribcage. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows up with a deep arm drag into another arm bar. Uh, Grimes fights back and uh, targets uh, Kushida's back. Uh, at one point goes for a German, but uh, Kushida counters into a pin. Uh, Kushida tries for an attack off the ropes but gets caught and dropped in a snake eyes by Grimes across the ropes who starts to take control of the match. Uh, Kushida catches Grimes in an ST, uh, a rope uh, hung or a turnbuckle STO into the corner. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of like what um, Seth Rollins and exactly. Sami Zayn used to do. Yeah. No. Uh, damn, I forgot Sami used to do that shit too. Oh, yeah. Uh, big kick from uh, Kushida, but Grimes hits a big clothesline as well to regain momentum uh, throughout the picture in picture. 
Uh, Kishida hits his uh, cartwheel basement drop kick, uh, and then also follows up with the running handstand kick. Uh, while Grimes is on the apron, and then follows up yet again with a diving crossbody for a near fall. Uh, goes for the fastball punch, but uh, Grimes counters into a backslide and then deadlifts Kushida into a sit-out powerbomb for a near fall, yeah, which was, was dope. really nice. Uh, they fight to the top rope as Kushida hits a jumping arm breaker from the top rope. Yeah, uh, got that Eddie G. <laughs> but, but it was unique because he had it in like the form of the of the Kimura. Like, yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, and then follows up with a running PK to the arm. Uh, goes for a German of his own, but Grimes uh, reverses and pushes Kashida into the corner, which then uh, the ref is caught up in the corner, who gets kind of knocked and stunned as he's still in the corner. Uh, and then uh, pretty much the ref gets knocked out of the ring by Grimes, who pretty much you know does the same spot. He kind of like runs and knees him, dude. I was like, mm. I was like, all right, uh, kitchen sink much. Uh, Kashida yeah. hits the hoverboard lock on Grimes, who taps, but there's no ref in sight. And then you got Grimes hitting the the moonsault slam off the ropes for a pinfall, but still no ref in sight until dot dot dot, and I write zombie ref. <laughs> yeah, the and, former. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's what I was like, dude. They could have. I mean, there could have just just like she could have just won outright. You know what I mean? Yeah, because um, it, it, when the ref bump happened, you know, you you think, okay, well, he had him dead to rights, so that usually means it's the what you know the scale's going to slide down the other side, you know, but you know. I, so basically, I mean, full scope, uh, the same referee from earlier who was, you know, telling Cameron Grimes his mass or his match was up, who also was uh, the same ref from the uh, the Haunted House of Terrors match as the zombie ref. He came to the aid since, you know, that's how what usually happens, right? Yeah, One ref gets knocked out. Another exactly. one runs to the to their place to regain order in the match and, uh, you know, hand out law and order that needs to be, see fit. And but Cameron Grimes is spooked and he's just. I uh, you know eyes off the ball and pretty much gets uh he, he gets beat he, yeah he, yeah he gets beat. Um, what got me though was this is like interview spooked, referee comes out spooked, everything in between non spooked. Like yeah, you don't he see was him. very focused on Kushida and it was yeah. a great match banger like you yeah. said, but there was no consistency in the spookiness. In, in, in the spookiness <laughs> where it would have made sense because again. Looking at it from a casual fan, I could sit there, not have caught the first backstage segment, watch this match, it's like, damn, these guys are tearing no, wh- it up. Why is and then he this so ref comes yeah. down and like, he's scared of why is, ref, why why is he, he scared so, of the zebra over here? Like, what's up with that? Like that, it just he, does he owe that ref money or what's going it, on? It, it like, just really kind of devalues you devalues everything he just did, especially after hitting that moonsault slam. But that's my opinion. Yeah, so. I mean, it was just like well, so you don't want the win. It's like you don't want the win so bad that you're gonna scream and, and just get beat just to get out the match and yeah. get away from the ref. Like, it's like, all right, that's yeah, that's that's uh huh. That 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 makes sense. That's great logic. Yeah. Um from here we got a uh, a tag match that, or a, a, some sort of tag match. Killian Dra- Killian Dan and um, uh, Drake Maverick versus Everrise, but this was uh, much more. Is it no uh, contest? Did, I mean, yeah, it was no contest because of uh, pretty much this was just setting the stage for a promo from Pat McAfee. But uh, the only story to tell here is uh, looks like the Jelling Moore is a tag team uh, with the tag team moves, and uh, Killian still hated the song, but didn't tell him to cut it. Yeah, no. So you know, a little progress, right? Little, yeah, little nah, progress, d- definitely. And even I wanted to mention too before that we did have a vignette of Tony Storm. Oh yeah, she's, yeah. I uh, could responding. When, she yeah. answers Shotzi's challenge. She actually uses the term stepping stone as well, but says she was flattered by the uh, 
you know, being called out by her. We get another vignette from Io Shirai, who officially challenges Rhea Ripley. We've yeah. talked about on the show how she, ever since she took the belt from Rhea in that triple threat, including uh, Charlotte, that Rhea's never gotten her one-on-one uh, rematch. So that looks like that's going to take place. But, yeah, that would bring us to the tag match you're talking about. But, yeah, you're right. It's no contest, I mean, even though yes. you're right. They're, they're gelling, and I don't know if I want to see them versus Ever-Rise again. Yeah, I mean, it, but it, it, it's standard. You know, we're just going to isolate the small guy so you don't tag in the big guy. But it don't matter because, yeah. you know, during this, Pat McAfee arrives with the new stable. And, uh, I, I, you know, I call them Kings of NXT, but I have not God. seen reports saying like, that that's the name, and it's not a great name. But the only other name I've seen another wrestling with regret nicknamed him uh, Pat's Pack. See, the one I heard, uh, uh, Pat McAfee and his married men. <laughs> yeah, that, one that, I, that works, too. I, I got that one from Russell Talk as well. Sorry, mm-hmm. Baka. I actually watched it this week. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it was just, uh, they, they showed up, you know, they showed this whole, like, you know, picture. It was weird. It was like, a, uh, not a picture in picture, but they. It was horribly done. To yeah, I mean, you. you know, they had the tag match, but then they had all eyes on, like, what was going on outside as his SUV pulls up and it's loud Pat yeah. McAfee and the boys. And you know they they, they commandeer just, a camera, yeah, from a cameraman, and, and you know they they pretty much run rough shot and take out everybody in the match, and they you know they're using you know they, they again they needed to make a statement, so I, like I, I wrote just the, some of the things he was saying that I was like come the fuck on you know because a lot of people were like to say oh best four man like, group in bro that, that's definitely one of them because it's like look we I like I I've given his you know him his props saying. Hey, if he can, he's getting under my skin. I guess he's, a, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing as a heel. But then there's a difference between that and there's some things he was doing here that was like, dude, that's not good heat at all. Yeah, there's some things uh, he was doing that it was just like, bro, we, okay, you can't check all the boxes on drawing heat. Yeah, yeah, you gotta that's check exactly. The ones yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that that makes sense in the moment because it's like you'll you'll start saying something good and the promo was wordy, you know, but he's he he's a talker. And then he's like insulting the IWC and oh yeah you 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 guys on, on these TV screens are ugly and yeah. and and Vic Vic's face is ugly and trash Bro, and it's yeah just like, like that that, that man, was dude, but, low yeah. hanging fruit so, dog so like, he's, come on. he's saying that the greatest four man stable he said we run NXT now they're the new kings of NXT says he's gonna put up the UE uh, undisputed era banner to commemorate them on their yeah, run like, and retire the them which I Call like that freaking because r- that's a football that's a football thing I mean it's also you know? but they, they do that in a lot of different sports uh, true uh, but not in wrestling not all the time yeah yeah I was gonna say I've definitely seen you know the, the old, old Laker banners uh, in the in the Staples yeah. Center and stuff mm-hmm. like that and the Ducks have done it as well at the Honda Center yeah that's why I but, thought it, it, it made sense he's but, a real I won't say real, but he's, he's a, sports a sports guy. Star he's a sports guy trying yeah. to do a but, sports. You know, but you yeah. know what I didn't appreciate is he called it Mustache Stooge, Bobby oh, Fish. Geez. Like what? Yeah. Uh, this fool will stretch you. Uh, drones on about how you know the, the how the UE says they made the, the the office change their philosophy to make them look like the greatest thing ever. Which I was like, I don't understand how. Honestly, uh, I didn't disagree with some of the things he, he so, said, yeah, but you can yeah, go down the line. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the rest is, I just, you know, it just came off, to me, it came off like a pathetic attempt to try to t- tie in loose ends in terms of why these three men are bonded together to, in the first place, just the way it was presented. I, I, like, I, I agree I, Like, that. we talked about, like, oh, well, Pete Dunne makes sense because of the whole... Who did he? Who did uh, uh, Roddy Cross to join UE? Yeah, but it's like, yo, he should have got that receipt long ass time ago. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, like it does make sense. Cool con- continuity, finally, you know. But like you said, multi years, there's things that have gone the way, travel bans, injuries, what have you. So it's like you would think by now there would have been a receipt for sure. But just in general, you know, they said, hey, how NXT basically became all about 
you know, UE and their success and they became greedy. Kind of not untrue. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, uh, the show became all about they, they them. They, but, they, I mean? but, but, but the truth was in one of the stuff he was saying. He was complaining about it. I was like, you know, they got over with all these idiots. I'm like, well, if they get over, then that's why they get TV time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even like how he said, yeah, Roddy turned on me, uh, Pete Dunn, which I thought it was good to note because he yeah. did break a silence. Um and but says so I taught Kyle the same lesson. I like that. You yeah, know yeah, saying? that was fine. But then when it came to uh, you know, one two punch or uh, Bradam, they were just like, and you know, Oni and them, they hate UE too. So I said bet, like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's pretty much what it sounds like. Like we're like, oh, we don't, we ain't doing nothing, but we don't like them either. So yeah, because we just keep losing to them. Like hey, <laughs> but, hey, we, yeah, we down to put on. We we looking for an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, then they said they're you know they they'll sit there and they're talking about how. Oh, should we raise the banner? Or, you know, now that this is going on, I'm thinking about everything they did. Should we throw it in the trash can and light it on fire? And it's just, you know, it's talking about, you know, UE never being glorified again in, in, in NXT. It, but, it's basically a eulogy but, for, but, bro, for Undisputed like, Era. But why the F is there a whole-ass garbage can at ringside, bro? Because these are the things that you find in a wrestling and, ring, and, Quincy and, Jones. But don't not, you know? I mean, I don't know. And, and, but, again, and, and to revisit this, why the cheap heat with Vic Joseph? It has like it's, it wasn't good heat at all. Yeah, it really, served no purpose. It really didn't. And you know the, the segment ends with them burning the flag, uh, you know, inside the trash can inside the ring, and then they leave. And you know you got them still talking their yap, running their yap as they're you know about to exit, and then Killian Dane returns and tries to attack them, but yeah, you know, in the parking lot, uh, and, uh, falls victim to the numbers game. But dude gets like his teeth like slammed out. With yeah, the Pete car Dunn door. slams that car door, and, and he I, kicked and the I shit love, out of his face too. I'm yeah, sorry. he did, and and I did like Pat's uh, his face. He said, "Whoa, I mean, I was a little aggressive." But hey, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, you yeah, know? that I, I did. That, like. that was good. That, and and yeah. what I will say is, you know, from. Him not smiling. He tried to get him on camera earlier. He yeah, wouldn't smile. Then he's trying to take a selfie. He wouldn't smile. I think Pete now is the Ridge Holland of this group. Well, yeah, they I they they, they did cons- they did confirm that you know obviously that was the original plan was to have uh see I, and I'm he's wondering the muscle I mean yeah, yeah 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 and I'm wondering though if Ho- if Holland if he didn't get hurt if the plan was still to bring up uh, Oni and uh, and. Uh, Danny to begin with, yeah, that that's true. Or is it just you know the way the crazy wrestling world works? You yeah, know, there's. I mean, just... there's there's some things that set people up that are crazy, like yeah. Stone Cold winning the the King of the Ring, yeah, and, and, and just and the curtain call, all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just it's just that's crazy. a very good, a very good, uh, very good example. A lot of people are even saying how this uh, main event coming up for Full Gear, uh, not to jump too far ahead, is um, kind of was on accident. You know, because of True. Lance getting sick and True. them having to change, you know, all that. So, I mean, but that, that's, but, but that's it, the nature of the business. Yeah, man. I bought them some time and a little bit of story, too. Yeah. Um, um, next, after this, uh, we did get a, a segment with Johnny Gargano yeah. at home. <laughs> he's relishing in, you know, <laughs> history maker. And what was it? Uh, well, the, the thing, he's like, I don't know where these were prior, but prior to with popular rumors. Johnny Gargano loves wheels. Yeah. Loved, <laughs> well, it, he kind of went back to this. There was an exclusive uh, post, post-show Halloween. Havoc, where he had his titles, trying to cheer up his wife, and said, "Oh yeah, I love wheels. Oh, you I, should get into wheel." You know, so this is a little bit more of that, similar to how okay, he, I they that. did that yeah, last time, where he okay. introduced, "I hate wheels" in the exclusive. So they kind of reversed it this time. <laughs> he's sitting, at, you know, he's playing the game of life, which I think is very visually uh, symbolic. 
he he told say I you know I, I make history. I was the first um, was it uh, triple crown triple crown. Now I'm the first two time North American champion. Uh, he says he's looking to defend his title next week. While we do get the I guess like again some places have been calling it the Halloween Havoc Phantom or the I, I, I Ghost saw, Face Killer. Yeah, or I saw Scream Mask. Ghost. I wrote down Ghost because that's the thing that that was. There's the, there is an attempt at comedy here that it's not lost on me, but it's, it just wasn't good at the execution. I can tell you why because I know who was underneath that mask. Is it really? Is that, no, no. Uh, so not the true identity, but in that in that scene, that was Candace. That was Candace talking, like either her cadence and everything. Her refu- her uh, hesitation <laughs> to want to even play the game was <laughs> I for- totally candid. I forgot so- they, they distorted the voice, so it's like, yeah. Exactly. Well, and, you know, I did get a chance to watch that match, by the way, and I could honestly say that that could have been a female ghost face at the end of that match. It, it yeah, I, I think I'm starting to think maybe, uh, you know, a lead pipe isn't sex specific. You know what I'm saying? So maybe yeah. Indy, it's Indy, you know, and she, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, after that, we did get the match we talked about. Shotzi, when oh, we're not going to talk about Storm. The, the, the cringe dance that Johnny did. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I think we just Cause, did. Because what did he say? Everything's coming up, Johnny. Yeah, everything's and coming up, Johnny. It, wheels love Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> just or like, wheels, what? wheels keep coming. Yeah, he was, he was going. But, oh, man. but uh, and, and not to go too far, we yeah, will no, bring up good. the Garganos in this too. Because like I said, we do a Shotzi Blackheart. She does go against Tony Storm. Interesting start with this because she does come out seemingly a little frustrated with Tony Storm. Now, yeah. me as a viewer, I thought it was because she didn't take uh, lightly to the words Tony had in response. Saying, That's what I was thinking, Hey, I'm too, flattered, which... but you're a stepping stone. Um, but commentary tries to put over, oh, you notice the, the, the tank is not in action. And then they kind of put over how the tank is uh, a way for her to, um, I, I guess, salute her cousin who's in the military. Yeah. And so... I, I don't think so. It hits a nerve, right? But yeah, it's like, but they didn't do the "Hey, where's my tank?" like bit before she came out, which would have helped yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, but we do get a very because uh, otherwise, good, it just like you said, it just comes off like she's just hot. Like she's it, like exactly what? Oh, what? I heard you was talking that. Sm-. Yeah, like <laughs> and, and so we we do get a competitive matchup. Um, first time these two have met that I know of. Um, a very good back and forth, but we get a kind of a similar ending as we do with the opening match between Ember Moon and Dakota, uh, which is we do get some outside interference. Candace, she appears on the uh, big screen. It, it's just uh, too long, too long a segment. V- very but, yeah. much. And, and what she does is, hey, I'm in the I'm in a parking lot. Hey, look, I found your tank. Uh, you know what? No one's around. Uh, I'll, I'll stand here it. and yeah. stand watch, basically. And it's enough. Make sure no f- cars come and run it over. Exactly. And, and, and it's a, enough time for Tony Storm to take advantage. She hits a rolling prawn hold pin for the uh, one, two, three. Not a definitive win, but a win nonetheless. Uh, we go back to Candace on the big screen. She stops the car. I think it's an H3, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Then she ends up hopping they in the still car. Make those. <laughs> yeah. She ends up hopping inside the car, and we see uh, the, uh, the, the, the Phantom or the Ghost Face Killer, whatever. Uh, sitting in the back, you know, behind the driver's side. And uh, Candace basically says, uh, you're going to learn this is what happens when you get into people's business. And she, you know, proceeds to run over the tank uh, for an extended amount of time, uh, leaving Shotzi to uh, kind of just break down, audibly screaming and all that. Tony yeah. even tries to lend a, it was a, really a, a hard. helpful hand and, you know, to know. It, it was hard to watch, which led me, like, to, to you know, kind of prove, like, show proof positive that, She's very endeared with the fans. Yeah, very much. I think that they really connect with her. Uh, after this, we had a parking lot segment from earlier in the day. Uh, you see LDF. They're uh, basically, you know, they're on the scene. They're talking about, oh, oh yeah, you know, how do you feel? This, yeah. Some people think that you guys 
you know, cheated. Oh, no, you know, some people think we cheated, but, you know, we're not most people. And then all of a sudden the car pulls up. Jake Atlas is uh, there. He's wielding a lead pipe. He does hit, I believe it was uh, Mendoza. Yeah. But uh, Joaquin gets the hell out of Dodge and runs away, which, hey, good luck, bro. <laughs> you already stand out, but now you really stand out, you know. Uh, and you then see his face? Are <laughs> you trying to get hit? Man, and he, he does share a quick stare down with uh, Santos, kind of letting him know, like, I could. But he jumps back in the car and drives off as Joaquin tries to chase him. Like, yeah, you know what's up. How how dare you? <laughs> that kind of a, a waste of time, in my opinion. Uh, we, we do get uh, another live session of Thatch's Thatch Can. Uh, we see Timothy Thatcher. He's showing reversals is the lesson this week with a, a new student. Um, and he, again, goes a little bit too far this time. And this brings out Did his he? student from a couple <laughs> weeks ago. I don't agree with that, but uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, uh, which would be the former retro Anthony Green, who is now Austin Gray, right? Correct? From uh, Yeah, Evolve. Austin Gray, yeah. Retro, uh, retro Anthony Green is now, uh, at least they let him keep the AG. Yeah, you which I, I mean? thought was smart of him. You know, Austin Gray is not a bad name. But, uh, yeah, he comes in and kind of uh, makes a save for, you know, his fellow, I guess, uh, training. Or a trainee, yeah, and because uh, I believe he was he was signed in the same because uh, uh, he looked like he was signed in the same class actually. Yeah, I believe so. You know, you may even know and, from Evolve actually. Now I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. But uh, you yeah, know, and it wasn't bad. It just makes you curious because it's just like I don't. I just feel like that you could be doing more, um, chasing a title, maybe the the, the main title. Uh, I know we're still waiting to figure out what's going on with Finn and all that. So it's, it's kind of weird to move pieces on the board. But uh, I just hope it's not a step back. But I hope that a star can be made in the NXT lens for uh, Austin yeah, Gray. I'm for trying sure. to think of someone that could, like, he could even, you know, if if, if this person in the, in, you know, his ghost face is, you know, I know we were talking about uh, Austin Theory. I wouldn't mind if, say, Austin Theory was maybe someone that he took under his wing. And not even under his wing, but someone that he could stretch that's actually someone that could benefit from it. I mean, I think he should just try to assemble a team. Like, like well, I mean, I always thought, you know, they're already kind of taken now. But you know, Danny Birch and Lorkin, you know, just yeah, these, that, these uh, scrapping shooters. You know what I mean? That like, would that would have been really good. But or or, or a Pete Dunn would have been good. He yeah, has the Pete manipulation. Thing maybe even going. Tyler Bate. Uh, Tyler, I mean, but Tyler Bate would have to be heel, huh? I mean, it's weird. I almost mustache mountain possibly, but no, he doesn't like that razzle dazzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I almost feel like it would have to. Yeah, maybe Kushida. Because Kushida's kind of, she's kind of taken off the, I won't say the razzle dazzle, but he's gotten more aggressive. But I can, see, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think, dude, that'd be actually pretty dope. That'd be like a 2020 version of like Regal and Tajiri, except like more serious. I, yeah. That, I wouldn't be mad at that. And then actually. obviously there, there's the blow off matches already there, mm-hmm. you know, for when he gets tired of taking orders or whatever, just the, the whole Who dynamic. Who do you think was more be. over, Head Cheese or Regal and Tajiri? Ooh. I think Tajiri. Because it went on a little bit longer, you yeah. know, because, you know, we saw him, you know, with the whole like, you know, like we, we saw other people, other people got that was the thing. Other people got uh, uh, involved in the segments like Jericho, who was, you know, big, big time uh, baby face at the time. And he peed in, in uh, Regal's uh, oh, team, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like so they had they had other people that would actually be part of it, whereas like head cheese would be like just mostly about. If they were gonna, you know, fuck yeah, they, Steve, yeah, Steve, I, Steve Black I, I got gonna... you. Head cheese 
their shelf life was inside the ring, whereas Regal and Tajiri had more shelf life outside of yeah, the ring. Yeah, yeah. And, and they did have a little bit more segments with Regal being like an on-air uh, authority piece, too, yeah. so he, he would be on there. Definitely. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, speaking of Regal, this actually takes me to the next part. We do have a backstage interview that sheds yeah. a little bit of light on things we kind of called it a little bit, right? Like yeah, just... we, we kind of did. And we're talking about Zia Lee. Uh, she's shown being interviewed, and, you know, uh, she's asked, hey, what's going on with these letters, and, and who are they from? She does Nosy give us she's a... Mosa, bro. <laughs> She gets an update saying, hey, you know, yeah, these letters from Boa are actually letters from my family. She doesn't really explain the extent or the context. She's just like, look, I just need to win. I need to get more involved. They said, we don't like you losing to Caden Carter. (laughs) That's what the family's so disgusting. Or it's like even like wrestling regret is like, does she got like a mama that that needs like a crazy expensive surgery? And like, hey, you need to come home or what's going on? You know, so you need need to be making some money and sending it at home and, and trying to help out with whatever's going on i think it has something to do with her family because even when she said well what's it about she was very defensive um and she uh, you know to that i guess that theme regal shows up and has another letter for her and she reads it and says you know i need to call out raquel she disrespected me last week and uh you know i don't i believe he says okay if you if you think so you know and it looks like that might be set up for next week we don't really know uh, one thing i can tell you that is coming next week is we do have johnny gargano he's uh set to defend his north american title uh against uh, mystery opponent but he you know in his vignette earlier was really big on wanting to uh get through with the first defense because if you remember last time he did lose the first defense to velveteen dream and oh yeah he feels it was, like it's been a chip on his shoulder historically people, yeah you people know, saying so. that he he, that Johnny Gargano was short title reigns or whatever. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, I remember um, him saying that. And uh, in, in theme of gold, we got the tag team title rematch, which is uh, only Lorcan and Danny Burt still face Brazongo next week. Uh, other than that, we do get Rhea Ripley with a vignette. She does answer Eel's challenge. She's uh, definitely game. And uh, with that, we get to our main event. You may have beat uh, me before, bitch, <laughs> but I'm back. But I'm back. You, you only moonsaulted on my face, face. bitch. You crushed my fucking yeah. face, mate. Seriously. My fucking face. But uh, we do get Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Uh, Ciampa comes out with, uh, he kind of really. Dream is not it, working. Don't try to don't try to wear that overshirt. Yeah, no, nah, so. but Tommaso, I, I felt like. Be your friend. Had really embossed this brand new look. Yeah, We've seen did. the hoodie yeah. with the mask. Yep. This looked like a different mask, MF but Doom, similar. Bro. It looked more in- encompassing around his face. Uh, and then, like, I'm not too sure the vest he had on. Definitely different look. But uh, this was everything I knew it was going to be. Um, I'll just say it, man. Velveteen barely got shit in on this match. I mean, really I, that, barely got anything <laughs> in on this match. He, he, and he I kind of felt like he got good. a distraction in. But he, did yeah. get, he got a distraction, but yeah. it didn't even help. I mean, we saw things it like didn't even get, him getting stomped on the cast. I loved it. Uh, yeah. But it's almost like, you know, when Chompa said last week, hey, you know, you, you, you got you hit me with the cast once. Shame on shame on you. You hit me with the cast twice. You're a dead man. I was like. I don't know what it is, but I almost feel like Ciampa just randomly one day, he's listening to music in the back, probably his theme song on loop. He's probably listening to And then took him off, took his pods off, walked up to Triple H's office and said, hey, give me VD, man. I'm going to take care of that problem. And just walked out like, like that. That's just he, how he it clearly doesn't get it. And yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna beat it in there. But but you did mention it. There was uh, Velveteen gets desperate. He tried. He goes outside, grabs a chair, throws it in the it ring. Looks so reckless. Knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely reckless in front of the referee to distract him long enough so he could hopefully come off the top with a diving, uh, you know, double axe with the cast. But he gets uh, uh, he, he gets hit mid air with a uh, knee strike from uh, Chapa, who of course. 
I like this. He does a schoolboy that rolls yeah, him into over. Yeah, into the, through the ropes for the, yeah, the Willow's Bell. The Willow's Bell. Bell. The yeah. only time I've seen him do that was against Aleister Black, and that was a long time ago. Mm. So uh, I thought it was cool that he kind of brought that back. And, then, of course, he follows up with the fairy tale ending, one, two, three. Kind of a weird way to end the show. You know, Chompa's kind of just holding his, his jaw and – you know, and just smiling like, yeah, I did that, no you know, and, and, yeah. <laughs> and dreams just like writhing on the floor. But it wasn't that like, oh, man, what a show type of ending, you know, and what a show. I'm not too sure. What they they kind of <laughs> I'll put it this way. They kind of had an AEW finish. I don't know, because AEW they is a little different this week. This I'll week, say, they I'll stepped it up, what. but their usual ending is somebody winning and just randomly looking at the kid. Like, you know, it's just like, a, oh, I can't tell they ran out of time or they missed their cue or what you know but no, uh, that they, was this is, an, this is awesome to go off the air with yeah so let's go that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, this is we'll, we'll totally win the demo with this. and cut yeah we're good go. but that and was nxt uh this week yes. which uh i do believe will pale in comparison to the go home week we got for dynamite my friend. yeah we're gonna get into dynamite and we're gonna get into predictions but first a break as we talk about storyline tees and where to get them and uh you need to get them i'm just telling you right now i mean i'm just like God, two of them Johns, and I—I I mean, I—I I, honestly, I—I'd I, wear them all the time if I could. But, but never mind me. Listen to myself again. Talk about it in an ad. Do it. We'll be right back. What's going on, you guys? Quincy Jones Golf from the Quincy Jones Show, and you know what I'm about to tell you, man. You need to go to storylinetees.com, bro. Just dropped the brand new site this past Monday. I even went and copped something myself, not to mention the pre-sales are officially live. I'm talking the Nation of Domination. We got the Prince Devitt shirt. We got the Boyhood Dream shirt. Not to mention the new re-up on the Loose Cannon shirt. I had to cop myself one, man. Had to get that XL. You know, we live in large out here during quarantine. What's good? Holla at me. Storyline Tees, man. Follow them right now. Storyline Tees underscore LLC. Follow them on social media and don't forget, hit up the website. Grab yourself some gear right now. Storyline Tees, there's a brand new era in the merch game. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And we are back, man. We back, and baby. We got to go across the other side of the uh, enemy Definitely. territory, It's man. only fair. I mean, it, it was a go-home episode as well, so, you know. Yeah. Got to get ourselves a little mentally ready before we break down these predictions with Mr. McFly. But, you know, without further ado, my G, Mr. Lesnar, mm-hmm. break it down for us one I'm time. Gonna, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and uh, light the fuse as I like to do on a week-to-week. And we got AEW Dynamite this week. And uh, we kick it off. Uh, we got Jericho with some members in the inner circle. They're kind of near the uh, heel tunnel, and they were getting interviewed by Dasha. Uh, basically, you see Hager with a black eye, and uh, Jericho starts to commend Hager for his MMA win uh, that recently happened and he gets interrupted by mjf uh mjf says hey man i'm glad that uh you're on commentary tonight uh because you know jericho will get a front row seat to see why he belongs in the inner circle and uh jericho kind of points out uh you know the black eyes i just talked about and as well as uh hager's 15 stitches uh to show how badass he is and 
basically doubts MJF has uh, a killer instinct and in, uh, to do anything to win, as he claimed the week before. Calls him soft. Uh, MJF does not take kindly to this comment. Says, "Just watch." Uh, and he walks off at Wardlow as Jericho gets cued to commentary. And the match does start between uh, the inner circle, Sammy G and Ortiz. They face off against MJF and Wardlow, and uh, we get kind of a battle of quickness versus strength as they uh, kick it off. Big spine bust by Wardlow. Uh, then we get MJF getting tagged in, and we get a few things from MJF. You know, heel stuff, but interesting against a crew of guys. He's trying to earn the respect and, you know, the invite to join. Uh, things like distracting the ref. Uh, you know, Wardlow gets some cheap shots while that's going on and see him putting the boots to Ortiz at, at a time. Uh, uh, even at another time, you see, like, an eye poke to Sammy, which is just like, okay, we, we see he's really trying to take out the non-believers, but uh, MGF avoids a malfunction at the junction as uh, Ortiz hot tags Sammy. He comes in. We get a pretty good look um, of kind of like a white knee baby face that he can be. Get a couple of insiguris, jumping knee strikes to both War, uh, Wardlow and MJF. Uh, with a cool little springboard crossbody, definitely a little baby face there. Uh, we get a pair of corkscrew topes and an inverted detonation kick from uh, Sammy to MJF for two. Uh, at one point, we do see MJF hit that diving Put stop to Ortiz's arm, which is definitely beneficial towards the end of the match. But before we get there, we see uh, Sammy and MGF have a brief like stare down, and you know the the crowd is really into it. You know before uh, we see MGF get the better of him, he hits a uh, kind of a uh, uh, would you would you call it a slingshot four fifty plancha onto MGF at the uh, at the ringside. When Serpentico is shown trying to high-five Sammy, he gives him the bird because he wants no parts of that. But Serpentico then picks up a steel chair and chucks it at Sammy's face and then reveals himself to actually be Matt Hardy wearing the mask as MGF locks in salt to the earth for the win and does not let go right away, which is definitely noticeable. Uh, as MGF does walk up the ramp with Wardlow, he starts yelling at Jericho, says, you know, you think I'm soft? And then he runs and tackles him over the announce table into, like, the pipe and drape that's uh, set up behind them. A really good spot, you know, to kind of kick off the uh, show and rev up the uh, intensity, I guess, for the match coming up. Uh, he, you know, starts to pummel Jericho a little bit until Hager and Santana appear. They break it up, and you kind of see uh, them retreat uh, as Jericho is, like, smiling, like, okay, I'm getting what I want out of this kid, you know? So I, I, I ain't going to lie, like, this, the smile was like, oh, I... I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very, <laughs> very Matt Jackson. But you know the BTE. The, uh -huh. the, the, the the serpent of uh the the broken serpent is that who it was at the, 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 yeah, yeah apparently yeah yeah I mean it, I wasn't mad at the spot but it you know just with the amount of or I guess lack of like build into what, whatever that match was supposed to be between him and Sammy it it, it was a nice surprise because I, I mean. I was wondering where they were going to go with it as far as the booking decision. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's mostly been Sammy taking it to, to Matt, too. Yeah, true. And uh, But as far as, like, the, the tag match, Sammy and, and Ortiz were looking good, man. I, I was enjoying them, and just they gelled really well. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they, I, they had I, that, I think like, I, I would have rather seen what MJF, you know, this killer instinct from MJF from an actual, like, win standpoint as opposed to just – 
you know, anybody could take advantage of a distraction at ringside. You know what I mean? So, oh, uh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I, I look at some of the stuff they did, like the cheap shots behind the back. True. F10 that Wardlow got. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, I mean, but to your point, there was some really cool co- uh, cohesion between uh, Ortiz and Sammy. He had the shooting star running senton combo they did. Yeah. You know, so it was cool to see some synergy with guys who are not traditionally tag partners. Yeah, sure. it, I mean, the same crew, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, like I said, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next thing, this brings us to uh you know more towards this finals match between kenny omega and hangman page and even gives us a little taste of what's happening with the bucks and ftr first we get a uh, interview with tony shivani he's in this rented home which i later heard is don Callis's home uh, of <laughs> that, course that would make sense it, definitely you know but uh he's in this home with kenny omega kenny says hey i've relocated to jacksonville to focus solely on the finals then he kind of shifts gears and says you know i could have gone to, to, to uh, tony khan and got a buy to go straight to the finals and, and and even says not like you could have disputed it but he says he felt like getting there on his own merit was the proper way to win the tournament uh he does mention yeah that, that was a the good point he made where he's like you know where we we spout off about being more sports oriented like i could have went this way but yeah and, and i wouldn't have had any any reason why that wouldn't have been the case uh, you know what i mean but exactly. yeah exactly and then he uh, he got, he does mention he does respect his former partner in Page, but does disagree with the notion that it was obvious that they would meet in the finals, adding he kind of thought Wardlow had a better chance. Uh, he does ask Tony, hey, based on my storied success with tournaments, who would you bet on? Tony says it's hard to bet against them, and Omega kind of ends the segment by asking the viewers who they think. Uh, well, basically opining he thinks he's destined to win the finals and be the next AEW champ. Uh, this brings us to Hangman's side of the table where he gets interviewed by JR. Uh, JR is asking Paige, you know, how he feels about this main ele- main event level match with his former partner in Omega. Uh, Paige responds saying he kind of knew it would end up being him and Kenny and just adds that he had a lot of time to repair and just plans to whip his ass. Uh, JR asks him how the past partnership will play into the match. Uh, Paige says his strategy is that he knows all his moves and how to reverse them. And at this point, JR kind of calls him out yeah, calls for being bullshit. nervous, yeah. you know, and he says, come on, man, you know, and uh, Paige does say, you know what, you're right, I'm nervous. First time I've been this close to the title belt since my loss against Jericho and I just know if I lose I might not have nothing more than this glass of whiskey you know but it is good whiskey he does make the point see the, the only thing that I was gonna ask you is uh I noticed in both interviews they both went you know went with the uh the same um uh pretty much story of of you know it, it was obvious from the jump that it was gonna be us too because yeah. that's the thing a lot of people you know I know we we were like you know patting ourselves on the back for you know pretty much what'd you say uh uh Bedencourt, whatever I forgot the name that you name dropped from Waterboy, Valerie. What's her, what's her oh, name? Oh, you talking about um, Vi- Vicky Valencourt? Vicky Valencourt, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, a lot of people had said, "Oh, this was predictable." So, I, th- I in my opinion, I thought it was a good idea that they had them both like address that. Yeah, because even commentary n- uh, noted it when they were both in the finals, and they was like, "Well, you know, you look at the tournament from the beginning; they're on both on the opposite sides," and it's like, yeah. But we called it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I would just, I, yeah, I was just wondering what your what your thoughts on, uh, on I think them addressing the, it. It's not a bad thing. They they know they got to throw it back to the critics, and that's the yeah, best that's way what, to do yeah. it. And I yeah. thought the way Kenny said, "Oh, well, not to me." I thought Wardlow had a stronger chance. I thought that was a good way to kind of thwart. Yeah, that a little, little red bit. herring there. Yeah. yeah, and this segment ends with Jr. basically saying, "Hey, man, moderation, my boy, moderation." And uh, he wishes Paige luck. And I like Jericho. He comments on how he was able to beat Paige stone cold sober, but says if if he plans on showing up and Nebri or hung over that Kenny's just going to tear him right up, you know, which Jericho would know. He's been in the ring multiple times. With, with, uh, with, with both of them, too. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And then that brings us to the uh, 
Young Bucks uh, participation in this. We got Private Party going against the Bucks. One thing to know is Excalibur mentions the reason why the Bucks took on this match, and it was not just to test uh, Matt's ankle strength, but because, you know, and I said this last week or, or the week where uh, we did review this, that fatal four-way where they uh, beat Private Party to become number one contenders, Isaiah's shoulder was not, De decisively on the mat for that three. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit of history there. Um, right as they're making their entrance, Sammy G gets his receipt from Matt Hardy earlier in the night. Uh, he attacks uh, them from behind and hits a twist of fate of his own on the stage before the refs and private party help him back to his feet and uh, get him to the back before the Bucks make their entrance. Uh, we do get formal introductions from Justin Roberts, and of course we go right to a back-to-back uh, -back athletic stalemate from Mark Quinn and Nick. Uh, we get stereo drop kicks. You know, Bucks love to do the rock, uh, rock and I won't say rockers. Yeah, I guess rockers, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be rockers. Uh, and they hit some, uh, they, they do a, a stereo slingshot cross bodies, and you immediately see Matt nursing his ankle. Uh, private party, they hit their uh, inverted atomic drop, Inzaguri, leg sweep, camel clutch, leapfrog, foot stomp combo. Say that five times fast. They, they need a name for that whole entire yeah, sequence. Yeah, they definitely do. And then they hit stereo drop kicks of their own to kind of, you know, say, yeah, what's up? Uh, private party go for the hardy party, but Matt shoves Isaiah hard to the ramp and uh, takes yeah. him out of most of the match. Yeah, that was a little uncharacteristic but you know them planning man. more i mean because he could only do so much with his leg bum but then also he's like i got to be effective in this match too exactly so. uh speaking of effective we do get bulldog shotgun dropkick combo yeah, as well as a that. rope hung swanton bomb for the bucks for two uh we see mark counter the uh melter driver with a reverse ddt flatliner combo and then you see matt grabbing his ankle again mark notices this and and basically asks if he's okay because he can barely put weight on it he gets a cross chop stiff to the throat as a response uh and then you know we get aggressive clubs and mounted punches from matt again uncharacteristic but desperation like you said quincy he's got to be effective uh we see a uh, that desperation double hurricane rana that mark quinn likes to hit on the bucks uh cassidy gets a hot tag clears the house hits the springboard diamond dust we like to see to nick uh then he hits a tormillo on both the bucks on the outside yeah. of the ring we do see gin and juice get hit by private party on nick but matt breaks up the pin uh mark is even able to you know he's so athletic he lands on his feet after missing a shooting star press but he eats a spear from matt and uh Towards the end, we see uh, a really cool spot that I thought was cool. Mark catches Matt's injured foot after a super kick attempt, but then eats a super kick from Nick while holding the foot. Uh, and then they hit the BTE trigger for the win. Um, the only problem I really have with this is they try to go back to the well with that spot, that that uh, how the Bucks lost. Yeah, well, I was going to say with the rolling clutch. Pin yeah, and, and, and they did it last week where he reversed and, it. And, but this time it was really close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but to do it, I just felt like to add another back -back, shift, yeah. it was like, come on. A little too many times to the well for Wasn't a story there, that was just told a week ago or so. You very know? true. Wasn't there a spot where, did, did Matt go for a springboard and then he, he totally like like collapsed on the leg or something? Uh, no, ex I don't believe, well, you know, he might have. He might have maybe. I remember that happened to a few people this week. I yeah, just, definitely. I, I know yeah, Shotzi was one of them and I can't Trent remember. Beretta as well oh that's who it was match. that's yeah. who it was okay. though I think that that seemed like that was done on purpose but uh, right that's what I thought too yeah. But, yeah. but post match we do see FTR uh, tag champs they blindside the Bucks from behind and uh, they hit Matt with a shatter machine uh, Telly goes and wraps Matt's ankle again with a Telly, chair dude Telly getting Tully, involved bro yeah dude uh, Cash uh, he's like, starts, I gotta earn these t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> he does I'm man. active damn it but Cash does goes to, uh, he is he's very active man <laughs> definitely but he goes to pilmanize Matt's leg 
plague when Hangman, of all people, storms to the ring, drinking hand and chases yeah. FTR out Someone the ring. Someone told me it was going to be him. I don't know why. I, I didn't think so. I thought they were going to do it again and really pour some more gas on this, you know. But because, you know, the headlines are already flooded, what we were talking about earlier about how they don't seem to be really happy with the build. But uh, Omega now, he comes to the ring. <laughs> more characteristic for Kenny because he's always too little too late Kenny am I yeah I was gonna say but he comes right he he slides in checks on Matt and then he kind of shares this brief stare down with Paige and they kind of exchange this like weird mutual fist bump uh and then Omega kind of starts watching the Bucks share words with FTR when Paige spins them back around and they continue to exchange some words you know what fuck you buddy (laughs) (laughs) that's that's how that's definitely how it seemed uh, as we move on, we did get, uh, I, you know, I felt like I had to mention this because there were good points. Team Taz, they kind of take TK to task in this segment. That had to they're, be hard. In the ring. Team Taz taking TK to task. God. That, Five that was, times that was fast, baby. Let's that was do good, it. baby. Hey, hey, man. Yeah. But, uh, no, Taz, he first starts by telling Will Hobbs, hey, the clock is still ticking. Bro, throw away the clock. It's been three weeks. Bro, yeah. like. He's not even been on the show, but. It, he's making y'all look foolish if, if he doesn't even know he's still on the clock. That's what it, it is. Exactly. Yeah, like. But uh, he goes from there and mentions how he waited out of uh, Tony Khan's office for three hours, only to be told by a production aide he's busy dealing with the talent that's booked for full gear. Uh, and then so da- Taz basically says, you know, hey, man, uh, you, you messed up because now you forced me to come out on live TV with a live mic. And then starts touting about Brian Cage's record is 10 and 1 and is ranked number one, but is not booked for full gear. Mentions how uh, Starks isn't ranked in the top five despite having won uh, the last 10 of his 11 matches. And then, you know, gives him the mic to cut a little promo, which not much there, not much more than what you expect from Starks. He's a good promo. But uh, then he, uh, Taz calls out Cody and says, you know, I, I know that match with Darby will be good, but, you know, thinks they're both spoiled. And uh, that's the only thing that killed me about this is because, you know, obviously he said there'll be a presence of, of some kind of theirs. I'm like, please just don't be there to be convolute this match between him and yeah, Cody. Yeah, like, that's not. That's just not move on from Darby, bro. Like, move on. Well, I don't. I mean, he had a good point, though. I mean, the reason he said is like, you know, he calls out Cody for doing the work, and then says, you yeah, know, that, you that, that I didn't mantra, have a problem with. Yeah, but 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 Team Taz is getting worked, you know, and like you said, he does promise to uh, have an FTW presence at Full Gear, and I agree with you. I hope it's not to meddle in that versus maybe just take out who's uh, yeah, like the post, new champ, like you know? like like leave. Leave the actual action to, I mean, people want to see this straight up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's been a while since the, these two had the one-on-one, uh, you know, when, or, you know, when uh, it went down to the, the double count out and uh, Sean Spears came out with the chair. I mean, people want to just see some some stuff. And yeah. I think we're tired of Darby, him getting worked as always being like a side part of something bigger or somebody else's moment. Yeah. Or um, getting only so close, you know, yeah, and, you know? or a sliding pin, you know, or... Yeah. or luck <laughs> you know what i mean so but uh from here we get what i think was the best part of the night the face to face john moxley yeah absolutely eddie kingston we get uh ski introducing uh kingston first as jericho notes how both men are to not touch each other or they'll lose their opportunity on saturday uh moxley makes his entrance and jr notes quote he's got a giant championship belt on his shoulder on the other shoulder an even bigger chip love that man v- loved it a lot uh kingston tells tony to scram then grabs the mic he gets in uh mocks his face immediately and says you know you're gonna have to uh, he's gonna destroy and ruin him at uh full gear says he's gonna take his title hand it to his mother and says see this this is why i haven't had a grandchild why you haven't had or why you haven't had a grandchild i should say why you haven't had a daughter-in-law because this is the only thing that matters in our sport 
Uh, the only thing that that's this prestigious, and that's why he felt like he has to take Mox out. Um, you know, it even explains why he, he's become someone he's hated. Uh, but also says it's too late that Mox cannot save him from himself, you know, and, and again, vows to take his title. Mox now grabs the mic and, um, you know, says you got to be careful who you call your friends in this business. Uh, even says a line I really like. I'd rather have four quarters than 100 pennies because in this business, I learned loyalty can be a bitch. That's to you, Seth Rollins. That's to you. <laughs> Uh, he says he's been burned before. That's to you, Seth Rollins. That's to you. <laughs> but uh, never thought he'd ever be burnt by Eddie because, you know, obviously these guys have a personal history. He adds how happy he was for Eddie when he got signed. But Kingston just interrupts him. Like, yeah. it just adds to the realism. So what? Yeah. You know, does yeah, not really, care. Yeah. Says, you know, who, and, and then he, you know, is basically to reconvene the mic and says, you know, I was also happy for your mother, Ruthie. You know, calls her by name, visibly gets Kingston uh, Riled gets under, up, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, gets he under but he can't do nothing exactly because because and, it's gonna cost him the championship opportunity exactly. So the only uh, uh, you know par he has is to turn his back because he knows he cannot take the words coming out and, of Mox's mouth. And he mouth. did one of those things I've seen that happens to people myself is people get so angry but they can't do something. They just they're forced to like low key cry. Yeah, like just well up because of the fact the that emotion. It, the emotion has to go somewhere, and it's not exiting out of the the, the hands and fists and feet you want to be putting on somebody at that moment. You know exactly. So. And, and you know the things that he said is like he mentioned, I ate your mother's table. I've shared grace with your mother. I promised her I'd always have your back, but I guess yeah, I broke that promise. You know, and yeah. says he does believe uh, usually the loudest person in the room is the weakest, and points. Basically, Eddie about how loud he's been lately, but knows that's not his character and taps on his temple, which I liked and says, yeah. what's going on up there? But, you know, uh, he offers an answer saying, oh, you know, he, maybe he, t- hey, he touched. He touched him technically. Technically. Yeah. Ooh, shit. Maybe hey, you know, Eddie's really big on, on technicalities. technicalities. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But offer uh, or Mox does offer an answer of sorts as, you know, maybe after 18 years of finally getting opportunity you deserve. Maybe it's because, you know, deep down in your heart, you're going to lose. And I can understand that how scary that is to think after 18 years, maybe you don't deserve the opportunity, which, you know, was a real way, uh, just no, a, yeah. a methodical way to twist that knife a bit. Uh, says the worst part of everything is that Eddie made a promise to his mom that he can't keep. And I thought, whoo, that is fire. Kingston yeah. looks audibly incensed, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, basically Kingston gets so mad, he gets in Mox's face, this is real. You're going to get ready. You got to, or you better get ready to kill me, basically. And it feels real it feels like a legit he is high like not only did it because he brought up his mother and and just also in the way that he's making them like think second guess himself like and making like, like and all this is worth it like you once you realize all this stuff you did you did to get to this opportunity you then you're gonna you're gonna realize that it gets too real and you're, and you're not gonna be able like i loved all like the thought process and everything like just the way that they made you think and and it was great character development yeah. all and around. I, and like I loved it, how Mox ended it. He and says, helped you know, build it. Like, I mean, like I said, I haven't been too excited with this match just because I was like, you know, at first thinking it was too predictable. But again, man, I've been pondering maybe they may pull the trigger on this. Uh, you never know, man. Like I said, personally, I would love to see what they do if they go in that direction. But, you know, there's certain other 
other uh, conspiracy theories I, I have that say, I, I will say for the predictions. But yeah, go ahead. No, I was just just say this is definitely one of the more unpredictable main events on a pay per view uh, hosted by AEW this year. I would say so. I'm definitely fully invested in this, and um, basically Mox ends it, but just by saying, you know, at full gear when Eddie finds himself alone with nothing but his ego, he'll realize he's not the man he thought he was. You know, and he does vow to make him say I quit, but I don't see it, my friend. Uh, speaking of Eddie Kingston, this brings me to my next point. Pack is back. Yeah. We saw the announcement via the Quincy Jones show on Instagram earlier this week, and we did get a delivery of such. Uh, we do see a uh, vignette play as Eddie Kingston's quote, where's your little British friend, uh, echoes. And we see Pac, he's shown on the couch watching Dynamite. And uh, you you keep hearing Eddie's voice from the TV saying, you know, I'm here for you guys. Where's where, he, where, at? Where is he yeah. at? And then you kind of see like an, a full gear alter ego of Pac in the background, you know. Then all of a sudden it, it, you, you see the multiply, multiplicity style, seriously. No, <laughs> it was, and, it was and, and really good to, imagery. Yeah, it, it definitely. It was to illustrate his level of sanity, frustration for not being able to travel and compete. Says, you know, the funny thing about living in isolation is you've got nobody to play with, you know, and then starts laughing maniacally with all the alter egos says he was trapped for seven months in the far side of the Atlantic and is uh, once again a casualty of this rotten world. Loved how he rolled that in there. Yeah, but says, did. don't worry about uh, little old me because I've been here before. Lost, abandoned. They wanted me to crumble. But every day that passes, I get better, stronger, faster, and more fucking obsessed. And then you hear Eddie's voice play again. Where's your British friend? But it's kind of chopped and screwed slow-mo. You know, or kind of like forever, right? <laughs> and then when do you perform? And, and, and to me, I, I kind of arguably one of his best lines in this. He just looks at the camera, and says, "Lads, I see everything." So, makes me think, Pax definitely got a target in mind as he makes his uh, full return to All Elite Wrestling, man. So, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, other than that, man, we do have some match announcements for next week. Butcher and the Blade will go uh, face off against uh, Natural Nightmares. We did see a little backstage thing where the Nightmares are getting interviewed about the match, and then they get attacked from behind by Butcher and Blade and uh, the Bunny. Yo, the, the Blade was kicking the shit out of oh, uh, yeah. Dustin's face. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, he, even when Butcher came in with the, the swift kendo stick to oh, Dustin, yeah. then did the spin move the opposite way to hit QT. I thought that was very creative, and I think QT got his forehead kissed with the top of a trash can lid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty good. So that was good. And then we're going to get part two, Ray Phoenix versus Penta L Zero Miedo. I'm telling you, bro. Bro, there's, there's some cracks being shown here. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird, man. Uh, we also have the last match, uh, which is Cody and the Gun Club uh, teaming up against Dark Order, but not without a vignette from his opponent uh, this Saturday uh, at Full Gear, Darby Allen. You see uh, kind of a cool visual of a broken down, or I won't say broken down car, but a car. It's in the middle of a grassy area. Like Demolition the, Derby-esque. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The words, the face of TNT spray painted on the hood. His face paint is spray painted on the passenger side of the windshield. Uh, you see Allen show up, take a skateboard, and bash the driver's side window in. The music begins to play, and he starts the car. Then you see like this faux Cody is standing like a few yards in front of him. He's wearing a suit, smoking a cigar and he motions him to bring it on. You see Darby floor it and hit this this Cody with his and he rolls over the hood over the you know what I mean it bounces off the trunk. Uh the segment ends with uh Cody laying lifeless on the grass as this match cues up. Um and we do see Darby uh watching once again from the nosebleeds as uh, Silver enters and he's like 
totally marking out for his arms. <laughs> that, and, and, and But still a good visual. You see him with Tan and Colt and uh, the whole entire Dark Order sans Brody, uh, but they're all flanking on the stage. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Gun Club come out. Jericho mentioned it's their debut on Dynamite, which is very, very true. And uh, Jericho also notes about uh, how Cody stayed committed to their stipulation, which is similar to the Bucks stipulation of yeah, he, he, uh, he kind of he kind of tapped the head on that on that nail quite a few times yeah. uh, throughout this uh, episode of uh, definitely uh, Dynamite as well, which I thought it was interesting that maybe that that they did it for a reason, like there's going to be a reason why something is uh changed or or you know what i mean like, yeah uh but yeah it, it was uh it was a good commentary for i always love jericho on commentary oh yeah he has a good insight that's why they put him there but uh, yeah cody starts off with silver commentary notes that cody has added the gun club and big shoddy lead to the nightmare family uh billy gun gets tagged in but silver gets scared hilariously and runs to his corner to be consoled by colts uh, then Silver regains confidence, flexes big on Gun before tagging Colt for the misdirect. Uh, we get a good veteran square off between Gun and Colt. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Billy countered the flying apple with a classic back suplex. Uh, we see Colt distracting the ref as uh, Silver cheap shots on Austin uh, before Ten nails him with that thrusting spine buster that he's known to hit. Uh, we see quick tags by the Dark Order and Silver continues to flex on Cody. By and, the way, did you and hear Billy that? And, and even does a Jericho style pin too on Austin Gun, which I like. You see that they they keep pairing up a uh, five or angels, yeah, with, and they call they're calling them five and dime. <laughs> really? Yeah, it, it, I don't know if you saw the the BTE where they did the whole family feud thing, and for oh, whatever dude, reason, he's was... like rubbing his stomach the whole time. I was like, what are they yeah, doing? Yeah, that, that, it was an interesting episode for sure. And, this and, week. and then when they invited him up for, for you know for them to play, they're like, and we got five and dime. I was like, oh shit! That, now like, they did say that. that. Oh man, I was like, that's pretty good. And I was like, how do you? I mean, then again, I don't know how you take them seriously after watching what they do on BTE, but I digress. Oh, yeah. But uh, Austin Gunn, uh, he's able to hit a desperation in Zaguri. Hot tags his dad, Billy. He was looking Billy, good. Yeah, oh yeah. Billy, uh, they both were. Uh, Billy clears house. Uh, he nails the uh, Tilt-A-Whirl power slam on Silver, but he's so small he does it standing, which I thought was funny. He's like, I'm just going to throw uh, you here. Yeah, and then, and then he hits 10 or dime <laughs> with the uh, Famouser <laughs> or... The big move, as Jericho called it on commentary, which I, I don't know if that's. I was like, co- do, do, yeah, I was like, is famous or copyrighted? And I'm like, can you copyright the name of a move? Well, I know Dolph is using it, but I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't tell you. I know some people change their names and they go to different federations and True. stuff. Like but I don't know if that's too, you know, to, to a new code just of Just call it the smoking or, gun, man. Just, just yeah. pay homage to your first tag team and just call it the smoking yeah, gun. Yeah, there you something. go. But uh, Silver does break the pin. Cody runs in, uh, hits a power slam on Silver, then hits the Escalera to Colt <laughs> on the outside. Uh, Ten hits Billy with a ripcord cutter for two, which I like this. I don't see that uh, used a lot in matches, but um, not a bad. I don't know if that was his finish, but he definitely no, needs more cool. than the spine buster. Uh, Silver goes for the suicide dive to Cody, but he catches him midair, power slams him over the barricade of the front row. And uh, Austin, uh, he gets the tag, hits Colt with the crossroads. Yeah, I was I was like, really? So um, is that like the is it's the initiation yeah, for, for, it's for, family over for, for the nightmare family? It's Seriously, like, don't forget to hit that crossroads tonight, buddy. And then he uh, hits the quick draw, which is the hip toss neck breaker, uh, which his dad does too. But I guess that's his finish, and he gets the win for his team. I guess to solidify why they are part of the nightmare family. Uh, Post match, Jr. mentions how Austin Gunn is sporting this John Wayne tattoo, so he knows he'll be a, a one of his favorites as uh, Jericho continues to put over the potential. Uh, faces begin to celebrate as the Dark Order starts. 
surrounding the ring, and then Silver appears behind him with a, on the ramp with the chair in his hand. And just as he's about to advance, Orange Cassidy shows up to kind of get his receipt from earlier in the night. Yeah, that's we true. We did see him during Trent's match against Miro. Uh, yes. He got jumped from behind by Silver and Reynolds in the, the dark pumpkin, order. Right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, he got jumped pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, but I remember he they held him up, and he was just like, ah, oh, pumpkin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, Orange, yeah, he shows up, makes the save, yanks the chair from behind, and then hits the orange punch to him on the uh put you know on the on the ramp puts the sunglasses back on and just calmly walks back nothing happened uh uno exchanges some words with the faces as dark order go to help out silver and then cody grabs the mic um and he points his direction again to his uh future opponent in darby allen and it says hey you know uh i don't want to tell a story that isn't true and you know tell darby believes that tnt the network does not want him to be the face of their network because he's quote unquote too reckless. Um, Cody calls this fiction and says he knows TNT would love to have someone of his talent uh, as a face and says even if circumstances were different, meaning if he wasn't champion, he would love to see it too. Um, and as he is, after all, the one who solely recruited Darby, uh, says that it took wrestling him firsthand to convince the EVPs after, you know, floating his name to them uh, made them unsure basically to join the AEW, uh, you know, ranks. Which, so. if, if that's true, there's some people that I'd be like, really? So they took this guy oh, and they had a question mark for Darby? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he does say Darby is a, you know, good look and, and, and uh, or I'm sorry, he says uh, Darby has had a good look all night, you know, because he seems to always hang out in these Raptors. So he encourages him to take one more look at him and his title and says, you know, you're looking at a man who left the empire, went to war and actually won. And that pisses a lot of people off because the truth that he speaks contradicts the lies that a lot of people live. He uh, probably, you know, I, I don't know who this was bailed at. Yeah. yeah family but, bailed for it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it, it's facts. It's, it's, <laughs> a miss facts. <laughs> but uh yeah finally he ends he tells darby to stop lying to himself and admit that he wants the tnt title that he wants to be the face and he wants the ace belt but the only problem is he is not the ace and uh you see cody kind of in this segment you know holding the title and ready for his opponent this saturday and uh i gotta note it was kind of funny as the broadcast goes off the air you know jr does introduce pirates of the caribbean <laughs> coming up dead men tell no tells and then oh, jericho man. just quickly shoehorns mgf will never join the inner circle <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny because you'll hear jim ross and he's like you know and next we got why man can't jump yeah <laughs> and then and you're like God, and it, it. kind of takes you out like oh reality's calling oh i forgot <laughs> there's movies outside of cody rhodes being the ace yeah man see that, that actually rubs some people the wrong way the the ace comment but that's because these are uh new japan uh diehards that uh yeah believe in tanahashi which i'm not taking nothing away from tanahashi but i mean he hasn't done anything in AEW because i mean outside of you know greet jericho for the 30 yeah. years of jericho but i mean you know but yeah you know that that was the review for uh the go home version of dynamite um i think it's time yeah. I think it's time. Uh, we got a call and uh, bring in a very special voice here. Oh, it's yeah. It's been a while since he's been on the show, but Mark the McFly. This one himself. Uh, we got him on the line live from the. Uh, Fliesness. Fliesness. That's right, man. And we're going to be talking predictions. What is going on? We are on the horn with the one, the only Mark McFly. What is good, my friend? It's been a while, man. It's, it's been some time. Um, I know you've been probably. Uh, digging around and you got everything that was hidden in the Mr. Man's uh, lockbox and uh, you've been doing a lot of things, national treasure style, all, all over the, the, <laughs> yeah. the wrestling industry as a whole. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people have been asking about you, but how the hell are you, buddy? I've been up to a lot of capers, man. A you lot know, of a lot capers, of there you go. 
I, I love it. Oh man, uh, what a, uh, heists and whatnot. <laughs> just you know, just just helping, just getting his. He's getting his reps. I've just, put, I've just been putting teams together. You know, you know what recruiting, I mean? recruiting just specialists, tying up all the loose ends. There you I've go. been you know looking for drivers, look like wheelmen. You know, this is like oh, this man. is like man. Thumbtack for criminal enterprises and shit. Like. Nah, man, but I'm doing good, man. I'm just, I'm just like doing what everybody else is doing and just fucking trying to stay sane. So definitely, you know, no, no doubt, man. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, we know we got these predictions. Big weekend, full gear. I don't know. Uh, you get a chance to to watch Dynamite last night? I watched it this morning. Ooh. Man, so yeah, I was wondering if you had a chance to catch the Moxley segment because I saw, it. I saw it. Definitely changed my mind a little bit, but. Uh, let's get into the predictions, man. Uh, I know we have. Are we gonna do the buy-in? I mean, we could. Uh, uh, no, I mean, this. Well, a, I mean, the well, only we match, should mention it though. I mean, the, yeah, the, yeah. There, I don't know if you heard about the buy-in match that got added. It's uh, the NWA Women's Championship that's being defended. Um, it's uh, Serena Deeb defending against Allison K. Yeah, it's like the best women's match they've ever had in AEW before, probably. <laughs> I mean, if it's better than Nyla and Riho too, then yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. No, no I'm, I'm just, I'm just a big, I'm, a, I'm just, I've always been a fan of uh, Allison K. I like, I like her look. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah definitely. definitely uh, she's legit. She, she's way more legit than like probably ninety percent of the roster they got right now. So, yeah, she's got uh, a good And Serena Deep too. can work. Everybody, everybody knows Serena Deep can work. So, mm-hmm. you, you uh, hear yeah. that, Allison? Mark McFly shooting a shot. <laughs> I mean, no uh, shot. There's no shot being shot. I'm just saying she's, you know, she she's she's a uh, talent. You know, so. you hear that? She's, she's giving you your flowers. <laughs> you can fucking go. Yeah, I mean, with the, I like the late edition. I mean, there is no build. I don't know. Oh, we probably don't have to do a prediction, but I'm gonna just say Deep's probably gonna retain since she just got the title. Mm-hmm. I honestly, what I what I predict is not a a win or a loss. I'm hoping it'd be a win win, meaning they'd sign both these women eventually. Uh, I mean. I think need Deeb, it. I think Deeb's already all elite. Yeah, Deeb, Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Deeb is all elite, but I def they they need they need definitely uh, yeah. someone like Allison K. Because Nyla ain't doing it by herself, and Kong is you know someone with size. I mean, like yeah, Kong hasn't been around even though uh, Glow got canceled. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. That. Well, they, it it did because they were requesting a little bit more representation in the uh, the office, so mm, to speak. I uh, see. Yeah, you you could read about that later. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But yeah, I mean, and then you got Statlander. I think she's still like on uh, her rehab. Yeah. So post in, uh post surgery though. Yeah, true, very true. So they could use her. But uh, let's get to the card, man. Um, I guess I might as well go like what? Yeah, the the least match. Johnny Hungy. <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Johnny Hungy. Uh, AKA, John Silver, aka number four, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who you got there, Mark? I want to pass on this one. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the thing is, is that you know, I, I can't uh, believe this is even on a pay per view. It's like, don't like, listen. I don't have anything against John Silver. Like, I don't think he's, he's a bad shining. worker. He's like, I'm sure he's funny and entertaining and whatever. But like, come on, bro. Why is he getting a singles match on that? Like, at least work him as a tag guy. Like, like he's not a singles guy. He's I, I agree. Yeah, I, I think what it is is he had that time to uh, kind of do that promo with Colt uh, ahead of time. Was it a week ago? And he kind of shined a bit, you know, so much mm-hmm. that he got his own shirt, you know. But uh, I, look, he's got personality. He's definitely got personality. Yeah, but definitely. I mean, but and he, maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's a personality match. You got Orange Cassidy yeah. on the other corner. It's going to be your comedy spot. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm going to go yeah. Orange that, Cassidy. That's why I'm passing. That's why I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we got to pass. Yeah, but, Mark doesn't do comedy wrestling. I, I'm, I'm a I don't job. mind it. I don't mind it, but I just get I grows old after a while. Like I like it when it's a like a, I like it when it's like a chicken shit heel who's mm. like being funny. Like well, I like it when like when Jer- Jericho makes me laugh when he's being yeah, like yeah, a heel yeah. sometimes. But like 
a lot of times the the straight up comedy people just it's like you know not it's not enough for me except yeah. for archers i love archers <laughs> yeah he, uh, he yeah. could do no wrong well i i ain't gonna lie i do, I do love uh me a good cameron grimes segment as well oh okay. yeah but he's a but cameron grimes is like kind of like that heel character that i'm talking about where he's like a he, chicken shit heel and he's funny, but you could actually see him being a threat, sort of. He's not just a joke, you know? Very true. Very I, I'm, true. I'm actually uh, my I'm going to go for John Silver, believe oh, okay. it or not. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a, I think they're going to actually give him a win. Okay. You write down these? Yeah. Over a cat. But didn't Orange, doesn't Orange Cassidy have a, a dub over Jericho? Yeah. No. Well, oh, yeah, he has one. He has one and then two L's to Cody. Oh, two. So no, he's got two dubs on Jericho. He has two dubs yeah, over Jericho. I, I can't imagine Silver beating him, dude. That'd be You're nuts. right. Two, two, that's crazy. Two dubs on Jericho, two L's on Cody. That, that's 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 just facts mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go cassidy you're going silver i'm just gonna give silver a little sum man and uh you're <laughs> passing right mark he's, he's, he's passing. i'll go pass but i'm sure cassidy's gonna win no doubt no doubt and then uh next we got the uh oh i don't, I don't know i'm not going in order this is how i got it listed uh the world title eliminator tournament finals kenny omega the cleaner versus hangman adam page um, I'm going to go last I feel like I want to pass, but I'm going to go and say Hangman Page um, because Omega is about 60%, 65 maybe 70% there with this full, uh, I guess, Cleanerness. His, his, yeah. well, I want to say his final stage of evolving to the American style of cleaner, um, but he needs something to get him there. And I it's think the his, his overconfidence versus – hangman's an experience uh to, to an extent and plus you know on, on, we just heard hangman said closest i've been to the title since my match against jericho and you know if i lose this match all i got is this drink in my hand but you know i think it's time page uh gets something going his way that's not tag team centric so i'm gonna go page who you got mark uh i'm gonna say i mean i if, if it was up to me i'd probably book hangman because he's over with me and kenny's not really but I think Kenny's going to be winning this tournament because it seems like he's going to be the next champ as whatever sort of obnoxious heel they're trying to make him. Uh, by the way, I could really do without the stupid fucking dancing broom girls and the entrances yeah. and, the, yeah. and the fucking f- – and, the f- and, and the, that, you know that, that – that, uh, what's that thing that they pull down over the ramp where it's like – an image it, of him. Yeah, it's weird. Like it's, like it's like a screen like that. that it's, always, that, it's always fucked up at the bottom every time. It's always yeah, like it is. at it's, the bottom. It looks so fucking stupid. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> like they, they, it's like they over-practice and go, oh, I don't damn, know, that dude, looks I, all crap. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose or not. I don't know if it's supposed to look corny or not. Like, I don't know if that's like a heel thing. Like, he's supposed to look corny, so we're supposed to not like him. See, but it's funny because I don't know he, what it is, but it's, is, it's not working for me. I noticed he's still coming out of the face tunnel, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, is. I, I, this is this is where this is this is kind of like what frustrates me about Kenny is well, there's a lot of things that frustrate me about him, but right now is this idea that he has to like build to being the cleaner. It's like, dude, nobody. This is America, bro. Like half flip, the people that are watching this don't already, know that. Bro. Like, just do it. Like, it's not like I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it, like that, that's lot, why these guys, these guys get way too caught up in this tongue in cheek. Like, oh, remember the past and the indie yeah. past and. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is we're, this is national television, bro. Just be the fucking. No, that, that's true because like, well, we don't well, have to. It's you know. It's, yeah. It's, why it's, do you, why does that have to be such a slow burn? Just be them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I get you. That's why I I wanted to go last because I'm like this. This is where I'm at. It's like I want to see Kenny win so he can go full cleaner. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, last time I put all my money on Hangman to win, you know, an uh, opportunity for the championship, it blew up in my face. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but if 
Hangman doesn't win this, I don't see what, you know, I honestly don't know what, what can happen, where he goes from there. I mean, I could see if he wins and he's still beefing with Kenny because Kenny will be mad that he got beat by someone he thinks is lesser than him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's probably, I would say that's, that's the most likely, likely if, if Hangman wins, I'd imagine Kenny's going to cost him the belt at whatever title so, match he has. Yeah. I, I, so. I, something, I feel like something like that. Definitely. But, so, I, I, but I still think, I'm, I still I'm, think I'm, that Omega, I think Omega's Hangman. the bad, bro. But yeah, hang, you're going. You guys are both going Hangman. Okay, shit. Yeah, wow. I mean, I, I originally started off with Kenny Omega, but yeah, I mean, as oh, I'm thinking the logic, I I'm thought like, you I just, said Hangman actually, or well, you said he's over with you, but yeah, I said yeah, Hangman's over with me, but and Kenny's not, but I think that Kenny's gonna, I think he's gonna be booked to win in this in this uh, instance. I mean, be, because when you think about it, I think uh, I I I don't know about who's gonna win the world title because I haven't thought about that same mm. as well. But that's the thing is like depending on who wins, it's like they need either a face. Or a heel, and it's like right. Kenny Omega is closer to heel than Hangman is. Yeah, if it's Moxley and Moxley versus Kenny Omega is not a bad thing. You know, we've seen it before, but this time for yeah. a championship, I mean, that'd be pretty good. Mm. Um, and it's somebody new. You know what I mean? I mm. wouldn't mind also if Kenny's the one that beats Moxley for that title. To be honest, um, mm. yeah, kind of give him a chance to revisit their rivalry. I mean, if he's a legit heel, I'm, 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 uh, and he's doing well, I'm fine with it. But where he is right now, this whole. The, the shit that him and the Bucks are doing right now where they're like, we're not heels, but we're not faces, and we're not yeah. anything. That tweener and stuff, we, yeah. And, and all we do is just be off-putting. We don't, we're not, like, evil or we're not good. We're just off-putting. It's, I, I just can't – I don't – I can't get behind it, man. It's I like these be, guys. It's got to be I think they're similar. talented, but it's yeah. just – yeah, it's like, God damn, you're overthinking it, bro. Like, just be heels, be faces. Like, it's not it, – it works, bro. It's a time-tested formula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Well, what's next on the docket, sir? Uh, let's see. We got uh, the AEW. Uh, you just talk, talked about an AEW Tag Team Championship match. FTR defending their titles against the Young Bucks. Um, I'm gonna just go out and say right away. I dare to say FTR is going to retain. I know what the stipulation is. If the Bucks lose, they can never challenge for the belts again. Mm-hmm. But I'm over it. Uh, I just, I think it's dumb. I think, uh, especially a year to the same very pay-per-view. Yeah. Where Which I'm glad they actually ago. brought it up. What's his name? Uh, Jericho wouldn't stop bringing yeah. it up. On where, where, yeah. Cody, where Cody, you know, he he committed to the same stipulation. And, and I mean, he's had an up and down year. I mean, it's he's he's going now. No, but, the, the only thing missing know. is like Kenny Omega saying, if I lose to Hangman Page, I'll never be in a tournament ever again. Yeah, or, right. or, yeah. or, or, or them two saying, if I lose, we'll never go for the eight. You know, we'll never like, face each other ever again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I, I'm going Young Bucks on this because I just don't see them pulling the trigger on, on that twice on two, I guess, three different uh, <clears throat> members. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's weird because I've been hearing rumors about FTR supposedly leaving to work with other companies because they want to work with other teams now. But I don't think they've been in AEW that long to work with everyone they probably would have wanted to work with. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I mean, they could win and then lose them back. I mean, that way, I mean, they could still lose them and lose them back to FTR and that they, you know, they'll still be able to challenge them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think Young Bucks, just for the sake of the, like, if there wasn't that stipulation, I'd pick FTR, but because of that, I, I'd pick, I'm picking the Young Bucks. It's a dumb stipulation, but yeah, you know. they didn't need it. What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. Stipulation's stupid, uh, totally useless, doesn't need to be happening. Uh, one thing I'll say is this match, from the information I've been seeing, this match shouldn't be happening. 
Uh, Matt Jackson has a torn meniscus and a partially torn ACL. Yeah. Apparently, he's still going to wrestle the match, which is incredibly stupid. Incredibly uh, stupid. Yeah. So I would say because that's like that's not it's not one of those like like there's certain injuries you can get where they'll say like hey you can't do any more damage so go ahead you know go out there right? yeah yeah but this is one of those full, injuries yeah. where it's like you could do you could do way more damage bro you could like destroy your knee so well, well that just that that just sounds like the merch freak solo runs on around the corner i'm not against it nick jackson solo running mean, i think he's an incredibly talented athlete oh yeah I definitely i don't think he can talk but you know, I don't think either of them can really. Matt can't talk to me. Like Matt sometimes can talk. Like, Matt, he, Matt can only because he has more. He he has more charisma yeah. than his brother, but that's why. It, but it they appears, both so, sound yeah. like they're pouring it on when they talk. Yeah. Though. No, I don't it know. Sounds, like, sounds like, real bad. It sounds the most I get from Nick is a. I think you're a little bit hard on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's usually uh, what you get. But yeah, I'm gonna say that the the Bucks are gonna lose this because I mean I can't imagine. I'm, I, what I'm thinking here is that Matt is thinking that he has to wrestle this match because it's this big dream match, and then he's going to get surgery after the match. So I can't imagine they're going to win if he's got this injury. So, so you're, uh, going, you're going for FTR on this one? I'm going for FTR, yeah. I would say FTR, and then, and then you won't see the Young Bucks on TV for fucking six to eight months if, if he really does have to get this surgery. So I can see that. I can see. I mean, because I was thinking, I'm like, well. Or Which honestly could be, it really could be a good thing, man, because those guys really need a reset. To, <laughs> they need to reset, man, because they need to figure out, they need to remember what got them over in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I don't I, think they remember. To, to borrow a line from Ricky Starks from this past Wednesday, make it make sense. And I'll right, right, that. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the next yeah. match we do have the elite deletion match. Matt Hardy going against Sammy G Guevara. I'm, I'm going I'm, for Matt on this one. I I, I, I don't know. Why. I uh I feel like he needs his win back. I think so too, but I feel like we all here know that this match is happening just to conclude this. Yeah, which right. I, th- I mean I, I don't think they needed to. I thought because it, it should have been done just based off everything else that happened with their last match, but yeah, yeah, whatever. It just seems like they think they need a definitive conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, Proper, proper, proper send off, which is fine, but I think it's convoluted because you got Sammy getting in on the stuff with the MJF stuff. And he, I mean, this week he looked like a, a a white knee baby face on the, on the comeback a couple times, you know, it was a nice little preview of what could happen, you know? And, uh, I've said for for a long time, him versus MGF is money, even though I think a lot of people look at the face-heel dynamic. I'm talking about the future of this company. Like, those guys, yeah. you know, they always talk about MGF and Jungle Boy, but you need to throw Sammy in there for 100%, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I think that's something that bothers me is that he's heel with Matt, but then he's sort of like the baby face with Ortiz in this whole inner circle thing. I, but, I've been, I've been yeah. liking the way he's been uh, with Ortiz, though. They, yeah. They, they, Something about the way that they mm-hmm. just they just fit. It just gels. yeah, they they gelled pretty well. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm still going Matt Hardy. So whether you're going with Sammy or, or um, I I actually am going to go Matt Hardy. Uh, under, I just feel like something's going to happen to Sammy that will add to what I think will happen with the Jericho uh, MJF match. So I'm going Matt Hardy, but I think it's specifically to take Sammy out the game for a little bit. Well, I think, I feel like I, I, like this match is already like pre-recorded or something like it's Pro- Yeah. Be... That's the other thing is, is it at the compound? I'm not sure. Like no one has officially said that yet. I'd rather it be taped because I don't yeah. want to see them around the arena doing nothing, doing a damn thing. That's what I was I thinking too, that they would you know, at least, at least if it's in part of the land that, you know, Matt Hardy owns, he knows <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> he can have like freaking, he knows what to do. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Um, who, who are you going for on this one, Mark? Um, I just don't think this match needs to happen. First of all, I, I was mean, about to say I, you hear him struggling to care. Yeah, exactly. I don't think anybody yeah. thinks that this match really needs to happen. I think everybody knows that if there was a, if there's a whiteboard in the boardroom of AEW and you have a list of the future stars of the company, then fucking Sammy's definitely on it. Like like Doc said, and you know MJF's on it, and Ricky Starks is on it, and Darby mm-hmm. Allen is yep. on it. Yep. Uh, but but if those guys are going to be on that list, you have to build them. So true putting him in a position where he's going to hurt Matt Hardy and look bad, you know what I'm saying? And look unprofessional. Yeah. Uh, or further is not, is not where right, I would yeah. put him. That's not where I would put him. No, that, that's yeah. very true. That Like it's not really doing him any favors. Being yeah. Might, this match might yeah. be more detrimental. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. thing also to, uh, to uh, docs, one, one thing doc said, and also what you said, what you agreed with him too, Quincy about uh, Ortiz and Sammy looking good together. One thing that I, one thought that struck me when I was watching this was that I think at this point, the inner circle would be better to split and just have Jericho roll with Hager. And That's have, what I was maybe, thinking. Maybe have Sammy roll with uh, with Pride and Powerful. powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quincy's been saying that for a while. They, they now, just yeah. Kind of oh, yeah. oh yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe yeah. you would said that, and I and I no, just, no, no, I, no, I no they they just yeah, kind of yeah, fit, yeah. but even more yeah. now, like I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could see where it's just Jericho and MJF with both their bodyguards. Yeah. Looking too. Well, know? I don't think. Well, I don't think that Jericho and MJF should be. I think they need to not be together, and that's like not a good idea. But I think Sammy's going to win this match, but who knows? Maybe. Someone will interfere. I don't know. I'll probably fast forward through it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know that that's one thing that so you, you know, going Sammy I, though. Yeah, he said. Yeah. Okay. Because I remember you were saying the other day that there's like this commercial for Full Gear where they keep showing everyone like having yeah. their moment and, and yeah. who's gonna who's gonna who is gonna make their moment. Yeah, so well, a lot of people up. think Sting. A lot of people think Sting is a show. lot of people. A lot of people Sting, have been yeah. saying that Sting. So you know this whole management thing with Darby supposedly, yeah. but I don't think he needs Dude, it. Dude, it does. It kind of does. It kind of does feel like Sting is going to show up the way they've been putting Darby up there and doing that. Yeah, whole Sting that's like, true. I want, it seems or, real can, deliberate. So can you imagine if Darby wins and is on the turnbuckle and then he looks up and Sting's the one watching him from the same scene? Yeah, that would be, that, that would be yeah. cool. Q, Q, crow, uh, crow call. Just, yeah, yeah. Whoa. It would be cool, but I, it would be cool. But I, but like, if you were to, if you're going to ask me, uh, who I who I want to see Sting like have his last couple matches with Darby Allen's not on the list. You know what I'm no, saying? So no, I want to see him with uh, Cody though. Of course, everyone wants to see him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know um, me, Cody Mark, resident in the house. Yeah. Man. I mean, I, hey, I wouldn't mind him and um him and Dustin either. To be honest, that might yeah, be that'd be great. They probably they've actually faced each other before and been on the same team. That's why I figured yeah, the man. match beyond. But uh, yeah. Well, what, what we got next? Uh, the, said, the match that is probably the most closest to the uh, elite deletion match in terms of people involved. We got the uh, match we were just talking about. Chris Jericho, the demo god, the champion, going against uh, Maxwell J. Friedman. And if MJF wins, he is in the inner circle. Um, I have very, very, I would say a lot to to think that Hager. And Wardlow will probably be there at ringside, you know. Yeah, he and, mentioned he was going to bring uh, Hager with him on the commentary. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say MJF, dude. I, I think – I feel like we all feel that way maybe. I might, I I might be jumping I mean, the gun. But I, I think – the way I look at it is this. I think MJF, like I said, he's, he's willing to do anything. He's put that out there to win. There's something he Santana is gonna he's gonna gonna roll on on Jericho. Or no, something. I I don't think it's gonna be that. I think MJF 
is going to low blow him or something like that. He's going to do something, in my opinion, that takes Jericho out. That, that, that makes him, okay, so Jericho's out. And if I think, like I said, if Sammy loses against Hardy, Sammy's out. And then so a lot you of got, that, yeah, that's ex- exactly. The, yeah. I feel like MJF could come swoop in and be like the interim leader while, you know, Jericho and MJF, who are more synonymous together, you know, because um, he, does, he does have Wardlow with him. So he kind of, yeah, because with a little bit of sex gods, right? That's what they're called. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Wardlow. And so you don't really need Hager, you know? And so I, I don't know. I, I could see something like that happening where MJF infiltrates. And it yeah, that, takes that's what, over, like a hostile takeover. A lot basically. of people have been saying that where, where Jericho is going to turn face because they say he needs to turn face. But I don't know. I mean, everyone already sings his song, so I feel like he's already been a tweener no matter what he does. Like, uh, But the more you say that, I mean, that could very much be done. I don't know if that means that I want MJF to win, but that doesn't mean that that wouldn't be something predictable. Because that's the thing. is like I, I kind of want Jericho to, to beat him. But now that I think about it, Jer- MJF is someone that Jericho absolutely would do a job for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially if it's something where he gets a low blood or something, it's something that he couldn't be mad at him for doing because he'd probably do the same thing. Yeah, or you know, I, I so. even think he might take something out of Jericho's, like, like you know, old tool bag, like that we're not even thinking of. You know what I mean? Like like that he did in his career or something. Who, who you got for this, Mark? Well, the most likely outcome is probably what Doc said, I think, is, 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 a, MJ, is, is a double turn. Not a double – not really a double turn, but a single turn by Jericho and like an even more heel heat added to MJF's already like, you know, yeah, massive pile of heat, I guess. Uh, again, I don't know if that's the best way to get heat on him though. Like maybe it might be better if Jericho beats him and still gives him an invitation to the inner circle and then have MJF start mm. doing some real heel shit. You know what I'm saying? Like after yeah, Jericho's they, been gracious. They, you're right. Cause um, then you got a reason to revisit. Uh, right exactly you know yeah, yeah which is money yeah and so, also the fact that jericho's taking a lot of l's back to back makes me feel like he's gonna win this because i don't know how he's just gonna look weak and uh, weaker and weaker every subsequent pay-per-view that he loses to these young guys you know especially with Jer- cassidy beating him twice twice uh, and yeah. once in a gimmick match like, and back to but, back uh, yeah i'm gonna go with jericho just because it's that's more interesting to me but i think you know likely mjf's probably gonna win so yeah, that might be but the story jericho's my pick. yeah um, we have the, what, the women's... Who is your pick, Quincy? Mine was Jericho. Okay. Uh, yeah, we have the, uh, the women's, or AEW, I should say, women's world championship. Uh, Hikaru Shida is defending her title against Nyla Rose. Man, you gotta love the builds of this one, guys. Woo! What a blood I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real short. I'm gonna go Nyla. Yep, that's what we need right at this point. We need a heel monster and to get... I mean, we have a plethora of baby face female talent that needs someone to work with and that i mean penelope ain't it dog. i was gonna say Penel- i was gonna say penelope dressed up like orange cassidy ain't it i mean it could have been abaddon maybe uh pre-injury she could have been a really good heel i don't really know what she is because she's mm. yet to get a definitive like you know like i said has a bur- assignment yeah you know what i mean so uh but yeah i i agree i think nyla rose you said nyla as well quincy what about you mark yeah, I mean, I'm not watching this match. I mean, so is, wait, I'll so, watch. I'll watch Allison K and Serena Deeb. I would have watched maybe if Britt Baker was involved in it, but I mean, that's what pisses me off too. I like, mean, this division, Britt- this division, this division continues to be like the biggest joke in wrestling. I, the fact that any, any the people, anybody that pretends to think this shit is is like good mm-hmm. is out of their fucking mind. Like this is like, 
Uh, it's insane. Like I, I, I have not seen a worse. I don't think I've ever seen a worse division in wrestling ever. Like it's, it's really just. It, it is bad. It's so. It's bad. not. It's not the worst, but I think it's like half of them are injured. The other half, they're not doing anything, and then the women always get the same shoehorned right before the main event spot mm-hmm. for their little eight minutes. You know, mm-hmm. including entrances that does nothing for the entire division, which is more or less usually taken up by NWA stuff, which means you're not even putting over your real, you know, talent. So yeah, it, it's frustrating as a fan, you know, for sure. But I don't know. So yeah, you, I mean, they, like, listen, they put no effort into building. These these girls like if these are the girls that you want to run with, which, in my opinion, about sixty percent of the roster shouldn't be on TV. In my opinion, just because they're they're too green. Yeah, they're fucking greener than Hal Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, half of, <laughs> so it, it, it's like, I there there are girls on the roster that have talent. Just like there's dudes on the roster that have talent. Does that mean they should be on fucking television? No. Like mm. again, private party. These guys are all these guys. There's so many people on this roster that look so un like they look so yeah. ordinary. They look ordinary yeah. because they haven't put the time in yet on the circuit. They haven't fucking put the time in on their bodies. I mean, you, so you they, say this a lot. You say tightening up and not just physically, yeah. but I feel like the nuances all around. It, it, yeah. it's, everything. Kind of, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. They, need yeah. more, they need more discipline that yeah. you can only learn on the job behind. You know, and so, camera, and so you so. look at AEW and, and you're like, man, so you bring in all these free agents this year, but you, you really, the only major female free agent you brought in was Thunder Rosa. And we don't even know if she's on your fucking roster. So, yeah. well, we, we actually, we, we clarified that earlier in the, in the episode. She's still with the NWA for like okay, until okay, yeah. 2021. But yeah, I mean, it, we were talking about how much like the Deanna Peraza yeah. situation, we would hate for someone else this valuable to slip through their fingers. Mm-hmm. So we hope not. But, but I'm just saying, yeah. guys, look at it from this. Think about it from this perspective. Okay. It's what? November fucking 5th. It's been roughly a, a, a little bit over a year since AEW was invented. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at this women women's division, bro. They've made no progress. It's literally just gone in a circle. It's just there's no, nothing. Yeah, it hasn't gotten better. I wouldn't say it's gotten it, it, worse, nothing. but it's definitely gotten not gotten better. It's yeah. just I mean, it's just a it's a it, big zero. It's yeah. riddled with injuries, travel bans, like I mean, all kinds of obstacles. The, 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 but I agree a, with you. A few start and stop, uh, and also the fucking too. title belt looks like a fucking toy. I can't okay? stand yeah. that belt, Change bro. I can't. Uh, so are you passing? Or are you are you picking? Anybody now you pick Nyla. Nyla? I'm sure Nyla's gonna win. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she'll okay, win. for sure. But he's not watching this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll go watch the finish. You know. Yeah. If if Vicky talks, maybe I'll listen to that. You know. Hey, but I know. He'll listen to a Vicky promo. Damn. We got to uh, hear that. Listen, I love, Step I love, up the women's I division, AW. Right. And it doesn't help that like half their division is like in the front row, not doing anything every week. It's just yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I could talk uh, for hours. I, I could yell for like for like forever about this. So I, I don't want to hold one, up to you know. But. There, there's going to be a future WTF segment on this for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but we got two more matches. Uh, TNT Championship match. Of course, we talked about Darby Allen uh, challenging against Cody Rhodes. I can say that now because it's legal or almost. <laughs> like it stopped you this whole time, yeah, but no, I definitely didn't. But um, I'm gonna go Darby, man. Yeah, um, I would have to agree. I, I almost feel like that's the only reason Cody came back and got the belt is because they didn't want Brody to hurt Brody. Man, but Brody could have you know? used he, he, if he would have beat Brody, that would have made up for all the things that they've put uh, Darby through with no payoff with with Cage. Well, look at the logic. Darby can't get a win on Cody. He keeps trying. He keeps pining. He keeps That's pining true. for it. And then so the guy he can't beat gets mollywhopped in minutes and his whole camp and fam, you know what I mean, by the Dark Order. So That's why it's kind of hard for me to buy that. Not just because I'm a Cody fan, but just like 
okay, well, what does Darby have that Cody couldn't bring to the table against Brody? You know what I mean? So, uh, but True. at the end of the day, I think it's Darby's time. We've been seeing them like he would have he would have not done push-ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be the match not to do push-ups. Right? Uh, yeah, for real. But uh, yeah, I think it's Darby's time. Um, you know, there was a good segment this week. You know, we talked about earlier, but uh, to me, I think it's uh, he, he hasn't been sitting up there for no reason. And I think we've been waiting for him to not get injured by reckless guys like Cage. Yeah, I'm talking to you, personal heat. You guys know. <laughs> um, but, you know, so now there's something for him I think he can sink his teeth into. I was excited that he was going to face the winner between him and Brody after the dog collar match. But I go Darby Allen all the way. Who you got, Mark? Um, normally, I would want Darby to win. Uh, I, but I just – I don't know if him sitting in the stands is enough – for me to like say he's gonna be Kobe, Cody. I mean, obviously, I know at some in some point he's gonna be champion. I don't know. I think Cody's still gonna win, uh, but I don't. I don't know. Who knows? I I, I guess I just I guess I just it's weird to me because they always say like wins and losses matter, but like Darby's like always getting title shots and always losing. Yeah, and then still getting title shots. And Team and they Taz put, kind of put a hole in that logic this week too. And they yeah, were and they don't put and they don't put any effort into actually like making giving Darby like a real run ever he, he just takes abuse you know it's it kind of and I guess that's part of his character or whatever but mm -hmm. I don't know I'd like to see him win at some point I don't know if and I'd like to see him get a win over Cody at some point I just don't know if it tonight is or I, I don't know if Saturday is going to be that that night you know so I'm I got go you and Mr. Jones oh I said Darby oh. I agreed yeah Darby. Darby. I mean it, it is you know it's a it's a good story to tell as far as uh if they're gonna listen if like Sting said, ends up showing if, if Sting's gonna be there then I think Darby's winning but I you know who knows well I mean that's the thing is that we don't know uh who's gonna be there I mean I think regardless if Sting's not gonna be there I, I would think it would just make sense from a booking standpoint like I put like this if they don't want to piss everybody off then they, they would give that title to Darby and I mean that, that's pretty much I mean you know you know how uh TK is when he, he caves to uh online pressure you know by is everybody online like brat like they want cody to lose or what they i mean there's been a lot of uh criticism as to why he came back just to win it back and then you know what mm -hmm. i mean it just you know well uh, i think he lost it just because he had to leave i don't yeah. I think it was more of like yeah i, I think he, that was, he left and had to lose it and so it, he it, came it, back he gets it back it was pretty split you know and then people are just yeah. saying now like well darby's done so much as far as like taking a bunch of abuse <laughs> lately yeah. but i'm you know it's a two-way street. They're not going to do nothing that they don't sign up for. So, mm -hmm. but well, listen, I, I agree with that. And like I said, it would be nice to build the kid. Uh, and we've said before in the past that he's one of those guys that can afford to take L's because that's part of his character. Like you know, any under any any baby baby face, uh, like small guy, like you know, your Sami Zayn's or you yep. know these guys that that take L's, but but eventually they get the big match and they win. The and underdog. That's cool. The underdog, exactly. Like, like Brandon Cutler just uh, said. The perennial the underdog. The losses matter too, damn it. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so it would be cool if Darby wins, but I, I see Cody winning ultimately in this. So, um, right, And then we get to our last match, don't we? The main event. So can I, can I just – so oh. I, I got to say it. AEW World's Championships, like Eddie Kingston would say. World's. Yeah, World's Championships. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it. So John Moxley defending the title against Eddie Kingston. Go ahead, Quincy. I quit match. I quit uh, match. This okay. This is where I, I was because uh, I've been floating this idea that it could possibly be Eddie, right? Mm -hmm. Just because everyone's been bitching about, oh, it's John Moxley against all uh, XWWE guys. 
uh, even though they, they choose to pick and choose when they recognize certain guys who used to be in WWE when, uh, when it matches their, their yeah. fucking conspiracy <laughs> theory, but whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, that's what I was like thinking, what if they pulled the trigger on Eddie Kingston? And this promo that they did, it really made me believe that. But then there was something else that happened on Dynamite that made me believe something else could happen. I feel like Moxley will win because Pac is going to come back and get uh, involved. Because if you notice mm-hmm. in his promo, they kept playing the stuff that Eddie Kingston was British saying friend. about yeah. him. And he said something about, you know, in isolation, you have no one to play with and all this stuff. So it seems like he, I feel like he mm-hmm. may make an appearance and cause to Eddie this match. See, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, like that, I could though. see him getting him in the brutalizer or something and forcing yeah. him. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause that, that's why, okay. That is great, Quincy. That's the I, only I'm thing I could think of. I'm thinking. But I would love, I, but that's the thing I'm torn because I feel like that's a viable option. And so I should pick Moxley. But I would love for Eddie to win. Like, no lie. I kind of want to see if that's an option and where per- they go. So, like, personally, you'd like to see Eddie. Yeah. Which I think is a, is a good I, – I think it's very unpredictable writing, for sure, if, if they go with Eddie. But I know what you're saying, like, you know, based on wrestling logic, you know, especially El Poxet, I see everything. Because that's what I'm thinking. He's going to get involved or somebody's going to get involved. Team Taz has said they plan to get involved. And they talk about you know? who's going to make their moment. Yeah. And, you know and what not, I mean? Not so, just, not, like, and, I was thinking about that, too. And, and let me rephrase. Team Taz says they, they would have a presence at full gear in general. So oh, yeah, they potentially saying. could get involved, too. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Because to me, why I'm having a hard time figuring out who wins this is I don't see either man saying I quit, which is which like, is the same problem we had, you with know, with Roman, Roman and Jay. Yeah, yeah which yeah. it took but, something outside. You know. Exactly, but he doesn't. So that's the thing. Yeah, Kingston nor Mox have, I think, that type of. They don't have the twin brother, the sibling that can be used against them, or the you know the, the It's just one. Something else has to be put in place. So I think what you're saying and throwing down Quincy's probably the most. Logical. I mean, I was Pac versus Moxley versus for the championship ain't bad either. No, it's not. But a lot of people are excited with the prospect of uh, of Pac versus uh, Eddie Kingston promo alone. Oh, those guys would get nasty. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's pretty um, good. I mean, I I felt Moxley was going to go over on this. I don't know how. I was going to say maybe no contest, but I don't think you can throw out I quit match, right? Like I don't know what would have to happen unless. Both competitors were just stomped out. Or you, you just, know what you mean? just throw like, the ref into the hell in the cell. And <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah, I go John Moxley on this one. Uh, I'm going to assume, Quincy, you want the last choice? Or no, you, no, you got I, 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 I have it here. It's real specific. John Moxley via Pac interference. No, and okay. I'm going to keep it that way. He, he, want, he wants the extra credit. I do. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I'll be happy if Eddie wins. I mean, I won't, I won't be mad if I lose that point. But I'm going to go. It, it's, yeah. just, it's just an interesting I'll say via it's no contest. It's an interesting though. possibility. You said no contest? I'll say, yeah, I'll say Moxley via no contest. You say Moxley uh, via Pac interference. What about you, Mark? Uh, well, if this wasn't an I quit match, maybe I might, you know, be tempted to pick Kingston just because I like his promo a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just can't imagine Moxley saying I quit. That would, that's not his That's not I mean, been his character. Well, well, you know what uh, Doc said? You know, they, neither of them have a twin brother. But one thing I was, I was, I made a joke about is like, oh, oh, who is that? All of a sudden, it's Renee Paquette at ringside. Yeah, 
I mean, that, and, then I guess he, and then all of a sudden he's holding a blade to her neck or something fucking yeah. wild. You yeah, know what I mean? But I can't imagine him. Do, I can't imagine him doing that though, man. He's not that. He's ne- he's never really been like right at the Roman. <laughs> no, but I don't. I don't think Renee can. I mean, she oh, that's still true. has she a pretty long no, no compete clause, and yeah, she yeah. I don't know if they can shit. they can hide that by making her part of the show but not part of the yeah. show front row like. Like, oh, I'm just Renee on this side of the barricade. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm having a real they reaction. Could, like, they could they could film her, but not her face. Just like her behind yeah. profile. Yeah. You can hear her voice, but you don't see her face. You know what I mean? Where you see the, just the, rea- I, I think, I just think the reaction the, of, of Moxley, and that's it. <laughs> there's there's no way that she's going to be on the show yeah, at all. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it would be – that would be the only way that he would quit, though, I guess. I, I got I, – what if he did this? What if in the middle of a match, one of the Lucha Bros or Butcher and Blade come out with a cell phone and give it to Kingston, and it's like, here, talk to your wife. You know oh, what I mean? What? What? That. You know what I mean? What? Because or his mother? Or, you or know, something. I know, but because Kingston I, I, said, like not the kind of "You, you want, gotta be ready true. to kill me." So that's why yeah. I know he's not quitting. So it's like. If he's saying that, how far is he willing to go? He said, I sold out. I did this. I become everything I hated because, you know, my mom don't got a daughter-in-law or a grandkid because of this. So that's why it's like. Yeah, that was actually the best thing he said. Yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's hard. I'm going to go Kingston. You know, one of us got to. I'm going Kingston, y'all. You're going Kingston. Okay, you switched it up. What about you, yeah. Mark? Oh, no, there's no chance that Kingston's winning. So you're going, Mo- you're going full Moxley, Moxley clean? I mean, they built Moxley as this as this guy this whole year. There's no way he's going to say I quit. And if they if they do what Doc says, a lot of people are going to be fucking angry. I mean, like do it like well, a cell see, phone. I, I, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking that they'd show like the the butcher and the and the blade like showing up at his mom's house or outside. They could, his they, house, I mean, they could do some shit like, like that, that, and it would it would fit with Kingston's character. Yeah, yeah. But but, but people it, be but, pissed. They want they want to yeah. People no, are just going to be yeah. And and then they built this up to to have a definite winner and loser type situation yeah. so for I, it to be mixed like that i like those kinds of segments i just don't like when they decide matches you know what i'm saying no no i, I, I was just gonna say it's yeah it's better more, when they build yeah when they build yeah. the story because yeah, yeah. what we're talking about is probably be- better presented on tv or yeah on, on the go home or something like mm. uh, like on dynamite on the way to the big match but like yeah what you said is pretty key not to decide the big match uh, i i just think that i think that this is a really good program I'm going back. Wish, no contest, y'all. Yeah. I just wish <laughs> that, that uh, I wish that like I didn't feel like uh, uh, oh, Kingston man. was being put in this spot as like a, a competent guy to, for him to wrestle, like to bridge between him wrestling either Kenny Omega or like a bigger name at, at the end of the year. Like, nah, like that's what it feels like to me. I'm going Kingston again, y'all. Oh, you go, back I, to I, Kingston. I, I, okay, no, no, no. I'm gonna go final, final uh, answer because I just think a lot of what you just said. He's not supposed to be in the spot. It's by accident. But fuck, what that, a that's, story that would that, be. That's what's getting. That's that's exactly all my personal. Why I'm like, how how dope would that be if they actually like just it would be everybody. Cool. It, it'd be yeah. a, it'd be a hell of a swerve. Here's the thing we, though, I like him a lot, and I love his promos, and I like his look. I like how every time, every week he comes out, this dude has another cut in his fucking eyebrow. Seemingly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, with his Buck with 50s. his fade. Uh, but uh, nah. But I don't. I hate his fucking faction. It makes no fucking sense to me. I don't get. Yeah. I don't understand why he has two tag teams in his faction. I don't understand why the bunny came back. Like they don't explain. It's just. It, it was very. It's very uh uh like thrown together 
like stable in my opinion. I'm not a fan of it. If it was just him and yeah. the Lucha Brothers, I would really rock with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's weird the how they treat Phoenix in that in that uh, trio sometimes. Yeah, it's so it, weird. It, he, it's, yeah, he, he basically just says like, "This is my best friend," and then Phoenix like stands. Like, there, he's like, like, "Dude, that's my brother. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, my yeah. best friend's little brother." Yeah, that's, yeah uh, he's basically yeah. He's, he tags he, along he's, everywhere. He's spent his brother is what he is. Like, like, how can y'all be best friends and? that's why it's so crazy he should be like and that's family it's like man but he's nothing but but you know what that, though those were the, the official predictions here at the quincy jones show we'll yeah. see if mark mcfly is going to keep that rain going strong i know he's been uh i think we'll see another flawless victory bro nah no i don't way. know this, this card is a little bit sta- i don't know if we're gonna get a I, had two in a, I had two in a row though i i don't think you can you can get better oh, man but but some of these got these these stipulations on them i don't know I, yeah dude, if you get all these that'd be you deserve the belt. There's no way I'm getting all of them. I'll tell you right now. No it's way. It's flawless, flawless. But uh, I do want to say thank you guys for uh, listening. Well, Mark, do you want to pick John or Orange Cassidy, or are you confident with your past that you? Want <laughs> I mean, to Cassidy. Point? I mean, I know Orange Cassidy's going to win the match. So all right. Just, what is, what is, I guess that's my pick. But I, I don't. I just. I just don't want to hear about it later. We're like, we'll just, well, oh, we'll just flip my past to it. Well, nah. listen, I'm not going to watch. We the cannot match. convert the yards. <laughs> I, I, I put me down for Cassidy. I, I put him right. down for Cassidy. We we we, we flipped it. All so right, sure. so everybody has an answer for everything. Yep, it's okay. fair. We just we just didn't do the buy-in because that was before. But yeah, right. uh, But yeah, man, I want to say thank you everyone for uh, checking out the Quincy Jones Show once again, man. Follow us on social media everywhere. That's the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, and Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, feel free to uh, look us up anywhere you get your podcast. That's iTunes. That is uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Castbox, SoundCloud, and now officially True One Hundred Radio. We are part of the fam. Actually, go follow him right now with True 100 Radio on uh, Instagram. You could uh, look up my bio. I t- talk about you. I talk about you. Yeah, we're talking about everybody here at the Quincy John Show. Uh, and they're going to be dropping their uh, brand new website in four days as well. So, again, feel free to follow them on social media and uh, you'll get an update on all things Quincy Jones Show, whether it's new episodes, whether it's brand new media we're dropping, man. You guys will hear about it first. Uh, Doc, let them know where to get the music. Hey, you guys already know it's Doc Les and the one and only hip hop hybrid in existence in the world of independent and pro wrestling, and of course, hip hop. Check me out on every place that you like to stream your music from your favorite artists, whether it's SoundCloud to Spotify to iTunes to Apple Music to Tidal to Pandora and everywhere in between. Check me out. Also, follow me at Doc Lesnar on IG, at Doc underscore KJS pod on IG as well. And hit me up on Facebook or Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. Other than that, man, you guys know that the pod squad only got three words for you top guys out and done that one in a while